Howdy, yokes. Before we get started today, we just want to let you know that this episode of Bacon and Eggs is brought to you by you. We want to build this to be as big as it can be. More episodes, merchandise, events, giveaways, you name it. But we can't do it alone. If you enjoy this episode or any of our episodes, he- head over to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash bacon and eggs and consider checking out some of the great reward tiers we've got set up over there or making a donation of any kind. We want to keep this podcast free and available for everyone. So if you have a couple extra bucks to spare, anything goes a long way. And we could really use your help to make this podcast the best it can possibly be. So thank you for donating and thank you even more for listening. Howdy, Yokes, and welcome back to Bacon and Eggs. I'm Ethan Edgell. What? And I'm Tyler Carlin. What? And we've gone back to the late 60s. In the mean streets of Metroville. So grab a police scanner. And make sure you know where your super suit is. We've got a special guest today for... Incredibles 2. There's no the. There's no the? Incredibles 2. It's like Terminator 2, though. You don't call it the Terminator 2. Howdy, guess. That's at least what Brad Brad Bird said. I'm Seamus Gorman um, from the channel. I feel like I made that joke last time. But um, (laughs) my channel's eponymous. Is that the word? Yeah. Named after myself? What? I think that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, it's self-titled. I don't know if yeah. I used that right in context, but yeah. You absolutely um, did. <laughs> that is 100% correct. I'm, I'm proud of myself. I was going to say I'm, I'm perfect, so but that's blaffergasted <laughs> right now. Well, uh, Seamus- we've got a guest today. His name is Seamus Gorman. He's from the channel Seamus Gorman. He's got like a bunch of subs, but if you somehow listen to this show and aren't subscribed to Seamus, be sure to click on over to YouTube and do that. Um, Seamus, who are you? What do you do? How did you get here? Why are you back? Well, um, basically, um, I'm this guy that makes YouTube videos about Pixar films, and my big brand is flying to other countries to see Pixar films because they come out in the UK later because, yeah, obviously I'm English. And um, so I was like, for this Incredibles 2, because obviously it's like big film, I was like, let's go to America to see it. And I went to see it specifically with Tyler and Ethan because, like, obviously, who else would I go see it with? And, yeah... I was like, watched it sitting next to Tyler, and I was like, yo, we need to do a review on this on Bacon and Eggs podcast, like, right now. Right this minute. Yeah, Seamus is actually blackmailing us into doing this movie right now. (laughs) We weren't going to cover it at all. But like, yeah, this was not even in our uh, on our lineup. When this is your most viewed podcast, you'll be like, this was a good decision. You're only the second person that we've had on twice. And you definitely. Oh, who was John the first Negroni. person? John, John Negroni. Negroni. Oh, I didn't know he was on twice. Yeah, I do did, listen uh, from time to time, but he did I Thor Ragnarok as well as uh, Star Wars: The Last Jedi. But you got a good, good guy on. John seems nice. He did not do The Last Jedi. No, he owes sorry, you a cake. Re- Return of the Jedi. He owes you a cake. He does. How does he owe you a cake? He said apparently he gets a lot of traffic on his website from me, and he was like, I should perhaps buy him a cake. And oh, I, was I saw like, that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And I was like, you can buy me a cake. He hasn't got it to me yet, but like. Only a matter of time, I think. I wouldn't hold your breath we'll on that. <laughs> this is a war between the guests of Bacon and Eggs. Anyway, we'll, let's, we'll let's, get you all in a room one time. Yeah, let's dive into this movie just a little bit before we continue down a rabbit hole. This movie was released June 15th, 2018, which is five whole days ago as of recording, on a shoestring $200 million budget, which is a yeah. lot for an animated movie. That's pretty and it made it back it? like right away. Uh, $182 million worldwide opening weekend. That's the eighth best opening of all time. Is that correct? Yeah, it's correct. Animated. No, all time. I think it's the biggest animated opening of all time. Opening weekend, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Fun fact, it's uh, all of the top 10, with the exception of Jurassic World, are Disney movies. Wow. Hmm. All of the top 10 opening weekends. I also think it's 180 million worldwide, but worldwide gets added to, like, because it's going to be released in the UK. So that'll be Right, that's just, that's literally what it did, not even counting today. It's already, it's already over that budget margin. Like, it's at 219 now, after today. Wow. 
That's amazing. It's going to do really well. It's going to beat Frozen 2. I'm calling it. Yep. It's going to... It might be Frozen Oh, Frozen two. 1. I meant Frozen 1. I don't know why I said Frozen 2. I don't know what Frozen 2 is. I don't think it's going to beat Frozen. Frozen was like a worldwide phenomenon. It was, but incredible. It is definitely too. not going to beat Frozen 2 if and when that does come out. That's coming out next year. Yeah, it is 100% not going to beat Frozen 2. <laughs> oh, Frozen, yeah, Frozen 2 might just huge. be the biggest movie ever made. No, it won't, but... <laughs> I think we just reviewed the biggest movie ever made, didn't we? Solo? Avatar. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> just just a barn burner. I mean, maybe not in terms of revenue, but it's one of the most expensive, isn't Solo it? Made, Solo was the uh, 82nd best opening weekend of all time. And it's, it's a flop. Too. But it was really good, right? It was good, yeah. But... I loved it. Okay, cool. I've now officially but... said more about Solo on this Incredibles 2 review than I have about the Incredibles 2. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... Incredibles 2 has gotten a great rating uh, amongst most critics. It's a 94% on Rotten Tomato and an 88% audience rating on Rotten Tomato as well as an 80% on Metacritic. That's crazy good. That yeah, is that's good. crazy good. So people good love as this as movie. Incredible. However, I found somebody that does not love this movie uh, and he had very little to say about it. Barry Hurts the Globe and Mail just said, big, annoying, and mostly pointless. Yeah, that's all he said. Original score, two out of four. Yep, original score, two uh, out of four. I also have a great review from, uh, what is the name? Hold on. It's uh, from Adrian Ruiz, which says, La espera de 14 años pudo haber consentido algo más de poderoso con más brillo. I didn't know you spoke Spanish. I, I don't know what that means. It says, uh, actually, I thought I really agree with the sentence, and that's why I read it in Spanish. It says, the 14-year the wait could have cooked, cooked up something more powerful and brisk. Oh, you thought it was too long? No, I, brisk is a weird word to like translate. That's that's the literally what the word means. But like the sentiment in in of it in Spanish is more like it's it's more to do with pacing than like length. The pacing was weird. I thought the pacing um, was very weird. Yeah. Uh the third act was like. I I I, you, I, I didn't feel like you knew how much time was passing during the film. Like you had yeah. the whole Elastigirl gets the job, and then like all like no fighting the Underminer. Then you have Frozone saying like, "Oh, we have an interview today." Like uh, at the end of the day, they right. go after that interview and meeting, whatever it was, and then she takes on the first bad guy. I don't know if that like, that felt the like, next day. The next day, it felt like, and then she take, took on the next bad guy the next day, and then the whole chip scene it, seemed to happen the next day. Like it felt yeah, like the it whole took movie three days, I feel like took but, place in like. Three days. I think but that was done, like, yeah. and well, I'll, I'll get to that in a minute. But Ty, go ahead and read your your positive review if you have one. I'm sure they were hard to uh, find. I mean, yeah, there there are tons of them. Um, I like this one because it it brings to point one of my favorite things about it about it, and it's from the New Yorker, which is our favorite uh, uh, critics to get on. I read that. This is Anthony. I read that New Yorker review. Yeah, Anthony Lane at the New Yorker did like it. He will not give Brad Bird any credit, but he says once once Michael Giacchino's score, his best and most excitable, was up and running. I was happy and hooked. Um, so he cared about the music. Which was true. The music was amazing. Time out. Always good. Hold on. Time you get out. get on with the pronunciation? No. Oh. Compared to... Okay. Incredibles 1 possibly had the best score ever in an animated movie. I agree. Am I, yeah. Yeah. Am I wrong in saying that? Like, No, you're right I there. like Monsters, yeah. Inc. a lot. This one, Ooh. by comparison, no, that's, uh, was crap. I don't think so. I don't think it was crap. Really? I thought it was good. I thought it was uh, just, good. It, yeah, had it was none really of good. the. It had none of the flavor, none of the flair of the first one. Yeah, it did. I was sitting there no. and I was like... I was sitting there listening to it and I was like... Man, Wade and Bergeron, you never disappoint. And they changed the it's... theme, like... No, they didn't. Yeah, they did. It was No, a... they didn't. The theme was, like, throughout the whole thing. It was like, ba-da, ba-da-da! Nah, it really mm. wasn't. It was, like, cut up and distorted, and they changed oh God, it too I much. It. I don't know. I was unimpressed with the score. Actually, if I had one, like... And that's why I, th I knew you were going to read this review. I knew, because as soon as you saw Michael Giacchino <laughs> written on the New Yorker, I was like, he's going to read this review. And it just, like, that was the one kind of thing. You can even ask my girlfriend. I got in the car, and I was just kind of like, man, this score wasn't all that impressive compared to, like, the last one or I anything like else Giacchino's done. I don't think I could get disagree with you more than I ever have in this moment. I just, it was so lackluster The score for me. was amazing. It was so lackluster for me. I don't think it did wow. anything for the movie. I'm going to have 
Simon gosh. Tyler. So, I, I I like the score a lot. That's that's fine. You guys could disagree with me. That's 100% your your call. So Seamus, <laughs> without telling me a lot about the movie, we're gonna do a little bit of spoiler review, spoiler free review here before we get into it, just because I know there's a bunch of people who haven't seen it uh, for whatever reason. You know, obviously it's it's not they're not always as well attended right away as some of the other movies we review. Um, hmm. What did you think of this movie without telling us everything it's about? Like, just give me a a one or a zero. You know, on a binary scale, would you recommend it? Would you not? What did you think? Um. Okay. My basic review, and I think I've said this in my video, which will be out by the time this video, this podcast goes out, was that it was good, and I think it was probably Pixar's best non-Toy Story sequel, but it wasn't as good as the original. Um, I would say, what, on a binary scale, 0 0.9 out of 1? <laughs> no, it's... You're like, it's 0 or 1. The point, yeah, the point of the binary oh. is either give it 0 or 1. Like, you love it or hate oh. it, not oh, 0 to oh, 1. It would be, be much closer to 1. Then I, I definitely didn't hate it. I I, I loved it. If, yeah, I, I, no, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The point of the point of the binary, binary is just give a, give a hard line stance. Yeah, like, one, do you love it one, or do yeah, you hate it? Yeah. One. Sorry, I feel stupid. Oh, I would I would absolutely <laughs> give it a one. I don't think Pixar like as much as we love to rag on like Cars two. Uh, it, it, there's a lot worse movies than Cars two. Mm, there friends, are maybe not, maybe not <laughs> Pixar's lineup. No, not Pixar's are... lineup, but like overall, uh, uh, compared yeah, okay, to the, the, yeah. the geologic scale of all. No, movies, I agree. Like... I don't think it's the worst movie ever, but I I think it's my most hated movie. Cars 2 because it's Pixar. And how could they do that? Yeah. Right. How could you they, you, you how watch could Cars 2 and you're like, we deserve better. Yeah, we do. To me, Cars 2 is just like Taylor Swift's new album. It's like, you promised us something so good I, and you were so great for so many years. <laughs> this album just, that you keep referring you to. You ruined it. This album you keep referring to, Tyler, has been out for like a while now. I, do, I, I know. I haven't listened but to Emily it, But Emily just, I'm just got tickets to see her. Oh, God. You like it? I haven't listened to it, so I... Oh. <laughs> I, I can't say I'm a you're, big Swifty. Oh, you're missing out. Am I? On, like, the first Every other album, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, but I, uh, as far as my binary review goes, it's definitely a one. Um, you know, like, tweet points, it's like, it is very clear that it, like, that it came from Pixar and as a sequel. I don't think it's the best Pixar sequel. No, um, I don't think, title. yeah, I don't think it's the best, uh, superhero movie to come out this year. No. But, um... It's definitely, you know, it deserves an honorable mention in both of those categories. Uh, you know, if there was nominees, it would be one of them. I think it'll win uh, Best Animated Feature 2018 pretty comfortably, uh, in, for the Oscars at least. I can't see it, I can't see it yeah. not doing that. Unless Wreck-It Ralph 2 is, is there... absolutely incredible, which I very much doubt. Yeah, I'm not, yeah. uh, I'm not holding my breath on that Never one. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know. This was not, and I, I know you guys are both going to disagree with me on this point. This was not better than Finding Dory. Oh, it was. I felt Finding Dory was weak, personally. I Finding Dory just had some elements I wasn't crazy my big, about. My I big think... problem with it was... Uh, sorry for interrupting, Tyler. But um, no, my big problem with Finding Dory is Finding Nemo took place over this long period of time. And then Finding Dory just took the place over like a day. And they tried to fit the same amount of stuff in that period of time. And it just... I don't know. I didn't feel like it was necessary. And it just felt like... Yeah, but it wasn't a bad film again. But And also the end scene as well with Finding Dory with like the whole car and everything. did The van and... I don't know. It just... It felt too much. And I don't know why I'm reviewing Finding Dory. I just felt I felt The Incredibles 2 was more necessary than Finding Dory like it was teased from the end of The Incredibles like we were getting a sequel like they were teasing it whereas Finding Dory I didn't feel it like, Finding Nemo didn't need one I don't think yeah I felt like Finding Dory was like and then Dory gets lost let's make another billion at the box office uh, <laughs> I, I, felt, I don't know I felt the same way about this movie like neither of them felt necessary to me like it's been and they literally put a thing at the beginning of it that was like hey I know it's been 14 years but sorry yeah, I think it was. You're already here, so whatever. Because um, I, 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 I think he just because the Incredibles didn't do that well originally. 
like from those original films, like Finding Nemo completely outdid it at the box yeah. office at least. Um, well, what's and... what's cool about the Pixar sequels is that there is definitely a clear trend now. Oh yeah. Like if, if there wasn't like, how are they gonna do the sequels? It's obvious now. Like the second installment is about the biggest supporting character from the first film. 100%. So like Except Monsters Inc. Stories. is about Sully. No, Toy Story 2 is about Woody. Toy Story 1 is about Buzz Lightyear. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I, I feel like they're both so co-leading. in Right, but in Toy Story 1, it's about Buzz Lightyear coming to terms with him being a toy. And Toy Story 2 is Woody coming to terms with him being like the only Woody. I see. Yeah, I okay. I can. I, I never actually even thought of it like that. But yeah, I. it's because they yeah. both like in like with the other ones, one character gets so much more screen time in the others. Whereas I feel like they have pretty similar screen time in both. Yeah, I'll agree with that. Well, I mean, um, yeah, uh, like, I guess the third Finding Nemo movie is going to be about Nemo then. Nemo, Marlin. Marlin? No, Finding Nemo was definitely about Marlin. Yeah, it's true. That is true. Finding yeah, Nemo was true. 100% yeah. about Marlin. Like, I don't that think is they will ever Marlin make a third Finding Nemo. Nemo. No, I don't, I don't think yeah. so. But I was just, I was saying from the, because you did Marlin, you did Dory. Now Nemo's going to have to go over after someone. Marlin. 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 <laughs> they wouldn't ever. I, Find, I, if, Finding like Mar you're milking Marlin. this now if they make a Marlin Finding Marlin. Marlin is like fish Alzheimer's. <laughs> or finding Bruce. Finding he wasn't, Bruce. He wasn't in the, the recent one. It's uh, about bringing Bruce back to a vegetarian lifestyle. <laughs> yeah. I just, oh. Um, I I do think on the ranking of of Pixar sequels, just looking at them right now, this is better than Cars two. It's better than Monsters University. I think it does edge out Finding Dory. Um, it's better than Cars three. And then I I I like Toy Story two the best. So. I like Toy Story two a lot too. I wouldn't say. So, it, but it's more like I'm not saying it's a, like I probably prefer Monsters University to The Incredibles 2 but as in terms of maybe improving upon the original I feel like The Incredibles 2 does more like you could be right yeah I mean it's not better than Toy Story 2 or 3 rather than a, from a personal standpoint because for me the Toy Story films would be superior but then in terms of improving upon the given material already I feel like this you might does. you may have publicized a bias towards Toy Story I well, like but I, I don't like, think yeah exactly that's why I'm saying I've got so much bias right. Towards Toy Story, I don't think I could rank even the original Incredibles over the Toy Stories. No, but so I don't thought... think anybody's going to disagree with you on Toy Story two and three being the best. Yeah. Pixar I, I don't think so. Sequels. They, they like, improve there's... upon the film, first film. They create a good story, and it's done so well. Whereas, oh, I think Toy Story two and three rank much higher than Toy Story one. I, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Um, I think Toy Story one was actually a little weak compared to what we have now. Yeah. I think at the time it was revolutionary, mm. but you know, looking at everything, maybe that's the trick to making a good sequel: make the first one like weak enough to really improve upon it. They did that right. with Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Boy, let me tell you. Because Two Towers <laughs> yeah. is way better than Fellowship. But uh, as far as the first Incredibles go, I just want to give us a, a little sidebar to this real quick. We we watched part of it, like, right before we left to go to the theater for the meetup. Uh, and man, that animation did not hold up. No, it didn't. Compared to every other Pixar movie, the animation in that movie did not hold up over the it test of time. It was too much action, I think, for one film. And I yeah. actually spoke Brad Bird, because... I don't know if you know this because I don't know if I don't think I will have by the time this comes out I met with Brad drop? Bird oh. this week well you guys know that but I don't know I've, I've tweeted about it so um, but um, and I don't know if I, he, he's basically said that the characters now look so much more like how they wanted them to look like right and, um, this, right. that's how he envisioned them when he first made the original Incredibles and like that's like Dash's freckles small things like that that's how he wanted him to mm -hmm. look but they couldn't do that with the original Incredibles and oh yeah it yeah. wasn't it was they didn't they didn't think it was perfect it wasn't exactly how they imagined it but it, they it turned out better than they thought it would 
Yeah. And they, well, they were definitely seems... disappointed with some of the animation from the original Incredible. But this one, at times, yeah. they even milked how much better the animation's got. Like, they blow-dried Violet's hair. Which yeah, is something, it was like, awesome. They couldn't have done. They couldn't have even dreamed of doing. Well, and what I love is it still retained the Pixar look without them trying to yeah. be like, oh, we have a movie about people. We can make it super, super, super lifelike. Yeah. Because that's yeah, never yeah, what yeah. I yeah, want. No, definitely. For, like, I still want it to look like Pixar. Like, mm. I will say, um, just getting back to the movie a little bit, uh, in terms of complaints versus, you know, as far as the story goes, um, I really did enjoy the story. I was, mm. you know, engaged the whole time. The one thing I didn't like was, and maybe this is because I was sitting next to Seamus in a room full of huge Pixar fans, but I feel like Seamus and I figured out the story immediately. I, oh, yeah. Like, we were talking to each other throughout the whole thing, and it was like, this is going to happen, and this is going to happen, and then it was very predictable. I don't want to toot my own horn, but I feel like I called this film i basically did a video predicting it a month before it came out and since the film's come out all the comments are like oh wow he was right like <laughs> <laughs> like i i think i knew what was going to happen about a month before but i, I didn't think it take, took away from my enjoyment i i we're not talking no i don't either. yet so i won't say anything but when we get no i mean that, when but... the titanic was hit by a iceberg i wasn't like what yeah exactly <laughs> I, 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 yeah Oh, spoilers, Tyler. Oh, Ethan, you have a comment? Uh, yeah, I 100%, 100,000. I could not disagree more with that point. The fact that this was so obvious took me out of it entirely. Oh, wow. There was a couple this a is... couple things that they did on purpose to throw you on the wrong trail. Oh, no. And I'll talk about those when we get I mean, to maybe if you're they, five. No, it never succeeded. But yeah. they they did put things in. Maybe there. if you're five, but maybe yeah. I was just an exceptionally like smart five year old. But like I'm pretty sure I could have gotten this at five. Yeah, Evil I, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Um. <laughs> but like, th and that's the thing is like this was the mo one moment ever I felt in Pixar where I was looking at Pixar like man, you, I, we deserve better than this. Like th it's Pixar, yes, it's it's a children's movie, air quotes, but they they never are. Yeah, but no, I feel like if you asked a, like an animator or create a director at Pixar, they would never say the films are for children. They would say they're for all ages. This film is for children. Um, I would disagree. I don't think it is, but I... I just, out I, of, maybe out of all of them, and I guess that was the one thing that kind of broke my heart about it almost, is that it, this one out of all of them for me is the one I feel like was just kind of dumbed down. I, um, I can't say what I want to say without talking spoilers. So. Right, and that, that was my next point warning. is, <laughs> yeah, so, Ty, so anything, Ty's going to give me a swoop here in a second, anything after the swoop is going to have spoilers ye be warned okay perfect all right now we can talk about spoilers okay my big thing was i thought it was yeah i was staying next to tyler and it was so obvious evelyn dever was going to be the main villain <gasps> yeah big reveal i was i it, i was so ready for her not to yeah be, so though. was i that like, that was my big thing everyone was saying it everyone was like her name's evelyn dever it's gonna be her and i was being the one person on youtube who was saying like it's not gonna be her i wanted to be that person that when everyone said it was her i was right right because everyone's saying like right. yeah and i was like so nah, it's not gonna be her because i wanted to be different i wanted to get it get something right and then it did turn out to be her. So, uh, Seamus, yeah. I did. I specifically avoided your videos about The Incredibles for one thing because I knew that you kind of had an idea what was going on based on what you yeah. were saying on Twitter, or ha you had an yeah. idea what you thought was going to go on. I didn't really see any trailers for this movie, short of the like, oh, you know, yeah, the, I... the first teaser one. Is like I avoided them. I didn't. I didn't want to know what's. I do that if, yeah. for any movie I'm going to go see. Like I know I'm going to see. Mm. I don't watch a trailer because I have no need to. Like I already know I'm going to see it. It's just sold me on name alone. Like yeah. I don't need I, to watch it. I like it when films do trailers so it doesn't give away too much. Like Infinity War's trailers were. 
perfect in my opinion. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. They could not done give better. too much away. But Couldn't it didn't care. Pixar. Pixar just thought they just gave they just gave away everything in mm-hmm. with their trailers, and it's proven that I, I predicted in my video a month before the film came out that um, the supers were all going to get hypnotized. There was going to be this big battle um, on a ship between them at the end. They were all going to have their they were going to get hypnotized by these masks by the screenslaver. They were going to have their masks taken off. The film was going to end with supers being re-legalized. I said that a month before the film came out. Yeah, and you were 100 percent correct. 100 percent. Yeah, but it's... And, and what bugged me about it was uh, I was unimpressed with that final fight. I felt like I was, it was a little way too easy. I thought I think the point was it was trying to show why they were wannabe supers too much because it was trying to prove how powerful the others were. But right. But might yeah, it was way too easy. I think there should have been more. I think it should have taken it longer for Elastigirl to take Frozen and Mr. Incredible down. I think that they could have think... made a really good fight scene out of that. Or like yeah, they... and I think there was definitely something interesting to be had between Dash and Violet against Elastigirl. Dash was yeah. completely unused as well. Well, yeah. they could have had a really cool Dash versus Violet thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah they, oh, that would have been cool well, too. That, yeah, again, Dash wasn't really used in the film, I feel. It was a lot... Jack, Jack Jack was so important. Well, it was like, it was a Violet lot. Was so important. Dash was just kind of like, what are we gonna do with him? Let's throw a few jokes in there and well, see it, what he can do. And I mean, the first the first movie was about him and Mr. Incredible. Like they were the main pieces there to me. At least yeah. that's how I, I have always I thought that. about it. Yeah. And this one is much more about the girls and the baby. Yeah, I do. Uh, I also, felt like. Oh yeah, you go on. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna I, change. I, I was just gonna say, um, I thought there was more action in the first film by a long way. Oh, yeah. Like, I feel like we oh, got yeah. so much more. Whereas, and if it had been the other way around, because they, they had less technology to do the action then. Whereas now, they have all the technology to do all the action scenes. And I felt there was way too much time, actually, spent on non-action scenes. And, but like, if I think of the first film, I can think of so many good, like, moments. Like, even, like, if they're not that much action-based, but, like, the whole Dash and Violet when they're taking on the, like, Syndrome's, like, army yeah. people. Like, those were really the good goons. things. He ran on water. The goons. I like that word. Um, and this film didn't really have anything like that. Um, yeah, there was even, like, a part where Dash was like, how are we ever going to get out to that boat? And it was like, Dash, you, can... you were a boat. Yeah, you, you were <laughs> yeah. a boat. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he could run on water, like. But right, like Violet can make a little sphere, and you could just run yeah. on it, at, like. Yeah. <laughs> but no, and and that was what kind of bothered me is they spent so long on the the outdated trope of like Mr. Incredible doesn't know how to be a dad. Mm, oh yeah, I was a little long. frustrated with that. And they, they they resolved it so quickly as well, though. Like there was the whole like, oh, he doesn't know how to be a dad. Then five minutes later, he's like, oh, Dash, I know how to do your homework. Let's get up. We can get it done before school. Yeah. Right. And then they- and then there was the scene where Violet was like, I, you slept for 17 hours. It was like, what? And his solution to, for the baby was to just dump him off on someone else. Like yeah. that, that kind of made me mad, honestly, because that's just reinforcing the like dads don't know what to do. Yeah. It's called fan service, Dang, and it was an yeah. opportunity to put it was. Edna I liked in the movie. Edna. So, you know? on the subject of Edna, I was today years old when I realized that was Brad Bird. Really? What? I had no idea. No way. No clue. There's no so way she, you didn't. No, know I had that. no idea. She looks exactly like uh, what's the person from NCIS? Um, Linda Hunt. Okay. The actress. I just thought it was her. I can't believe you didn't. Always know thought that. it was her. She looks and sounds exactly like this person. Oh, she does. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, no I thought way. it was her. I, should, I don't know if her. she sounds like her, but so, she does. Ethan, how does it feel that I've met Edna? I, it, it's just like, that's such a cool thing that like Brad Bird did that. I, Do you know I, the like, story behind it? No, not a clue. Yeah. Because he um he did the, like, when they originally create the characters, they do the voices for them. And then yeah. uh, show them to people. for like And they're like, we really wanted to sound like this. And no one could do the voice to such an extent. And everyone, like, everyone who came in and tried to do it couldn't do the voice. And we're like, yours is really good. Like, 
why don't you just do it yourself? And eventually he just thought, I can do it myself and did it himself and it is perfect. Yeah, that's that's so cool. Like, I, I had no idea and it's it's just this, like, weird thing because she's this cult classic character. Like, people love Edna. Even after the first one, people loved Edna. Yeah, I, I, I and I liked her, her role in this film. I didn't think it was nearly as good as her role in the first film, but I don't think there's anything they could have done in this to make me think that was better than Edna in the first film because I don't think you can top what her, her no, no she was, capes rant and stuff. And I still right, think she, she was great. That whole scene where she's yeah. creating the the suit for him and and talking about the capes thing, which is perfect. Yeah. Like, and I think it like, that have been was better. Her, our first introdu introduction to her as well. And so like it, it's just yeah, it'd be impossible to top it because like now we know what she's like and they had to do a different twist on it. And I think they actually did it well for what we had. We had right. Like she actually cares about yeah. the kid. She wants to learn about the kid and help the family out. Yeah. Um, the thing that pissed me off was the freaking raccoon. Oh, I thought that was hilarious. No, I was That's hilarious. <laughs> I was sold on more I was sold on the raccoon being a bigger part of the movie than it was cuz there's like like a set of toys of Jack-Jack and the raccoon. Again, insider information. That was the first thing they recorded like animated for the entire film. I believe it. So, um and apparently they've all seen that scene like more times than any other scene. They just all think it's absolutely hilarious and um that was what they used for the teaser trailer, of course. That was oh, yeah. backgrounds it, and It was um, hilarious. And I think, um, yeah, I did think it'd be a more important part, but I'm glad it wasn't because I, I didn't feel like I would have just yeah. liked a I would have liked a callback toward the end of the movie, like the raccoon comes back. Oh yeah, in yeah, some way, like hiding on the boat, like uh, the squirrel from Ice Age, like oh yeah, 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 yeah. I like yeah, I get something that like that, and good. yeah, or or even at the very end, like Jack Jack sees a raccoon and just runs off, like <laughs> yeah, I, I can see because I can also see the raccoon. Well, it's on the freaking poster which is wild that's but what i'm saying raccoon becoming becoming an easter egg in the next phase of pixar also oh yes that is a very good point i, I want that yeah. Uh, yeah i just want a pixar short since disney owns marvel now i want a pixar short of edna turning the raccoon into rocket i was gonna say yeah <laughs> i think i think that raccoon will sell a lot of toys as well and i bet that's another reason it's included oh for sure that's like gonna oh be that's why dash didn't seller. become a boat they were like how can we sell the incredible yeah uh put it in like, cause they know cars sell. So yeah. I didn't even think or, of it like that, but yeah, that is a hundred percent. And they've used the uh, Devers uh, helicopter that will sell toys. Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah. I, I I never even thought of that, but like, yeah, just putting cars into a film is probably their new method. Rather than making more cars films, just include more cars in their current film. Right. <laughs> right. People are like, oh, they're kind of getting tired of the cars movies, and but John Lasseter's gone now, the merch so still sells. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, I had another comment to make about um, Edna, but I've forgotten what it was. And um, so. We can move on, I guess. I'll, I'll, I'll say it if I think of it later. Okay. What did you think of the uh, the new heroes? Uh, I guess the only one that really has like a Void. recurring role is Void. Yeah. Um, um, the other ones, okay, I, I want to see if I can power. name this on my head. We've got Screech. We've got Crucea. Um, well, why would I crush things back? Um, I'm sorry, terrible impression. Um, uh, <laughs> um, uh, who, okay, uh, so Void, Screech, Crucea. Then we have Brick, um, Reflux and uh, Helectrix. Those are the six. Yeah. Okay. Um, Helectrix, they... I think, has a really cool power set that was completely underused. He has, like, Force Lightning. Like, um, what's his, the guy from Spider-Man? Amazing Spider-Man 2. Shocker. Film. Sorry? The Shocker. No, not Shocker. I'm trying to... Electro. Yeah, Electro. He's Jamie Foxx. And they didn't use it like much at all violet like defends herself from it with a force field which is a really cool scene at one point but i think all, the, crusher can all, crush all the their powers field. i felt were kind of underused like and some of their powers were kind of stupid as well like They're, well yeah, yeah i think that was kind of the point it was kind of like the x-men yeah. thing where it's like some people get awesome powers like force fields and other people have acid reflux. right yeah. there's definitely just a whole b-list thing i actually i really didn't like I them like all that it, much yeah. uh I, I wasn't crazy about it they felt super dopey to me just like yeah i think i again i think yeah that was the point 
of it was that they um, were like the B-list and they weren't like, they weren't good enough to be the big supers during the glory years. So when they went into hiding, they were kind of like, they were just like the guys that like weren't even like big names anyway. I, 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 my big question is how on earth did Screech go into hiding when he literally looks like an owl? Like, or brick. I'm sorry, <laughs> like people are gonna look at him like, yo, aren't you that owl super person? Uh, yeah, aren't you that owl super? No, I'm a totally different person. I'm wearing a mustache, can't you see? Right. <laughs> 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 or, or, or um, I'm wearing a pair of glasses, like, I'm totally different. I mean, I'm definitely right. about the representation of owls in superhero movies. Like, I'm pro-owls. Like, Team <laughs> he, Screech he, over here. He does have a power of um, high-pitched frequencies that he uses a grand total of one time in the film, I think. Okay, but Harry Potter casts zero spells in the first Harry Potter book and movie. I, did, I, I, I didn't know so. that until you said it, but you, you tweeted that a while back. I find that so weird, but... If it's true, that's crazy. It is true. But obviously he casts spells behind the scenes. I think that's like so implied. Whereas... It is implied that he... I he think... does the feather thing, right? No. No, it is implied, implied that he, he tries to do the feather it's thing. It's implied that he'd have succeeded as well. And he passes his exams. So yeah. I, it's implied he does magic. I just don't... Well, I mean, how hard can first year exams really be? Imagine like... like... Uh, according to Hogwarts Mystery, the terrible mobile game. Pretty hard. Pretty... Uh, eight hours of clicking. <laughs> I uh, Hogwarts mystery to me, and I know this is deeply off track from The Incredibles. Hogwarts mystery to me is everything that's wrong with mobile games. It's everything like that's everything. wrong with Harry Potter as well, because it's like the the fact that game has four point six stars on the App Store shows that they can literally sell anything Harry Potter, and it's going to make money. Like you know, all they do is. They just like pay somebody to promote that, right? That like yeah. people aren't actually leading, leaving. Five oh star yes, reviews. they are. Yes, they are. No, they are. They if, are if it was anything really? other than Harry Potter, I would believe you, Tyler. But it's it's a hundred percent just this ravenous group of fans that will do anything. Like they could have they could put out like oh the houses for for the Asian school in Japan or whatever. <laughs> yeah. One of their mascots is just a giant pile of shit, and people would sort themselves and be like, wow, I got giant pile of shit for my house. This is that awesome. is so true. <laughs> No, but it's like it's like the like the play that must not be named because I can't say its name. Um, is um is so critically acclaimed and like it won like six Tonys or something. But like Harry Potter fans don't like it. Some do, obviously, but I think the general consensus is they don't like it. But the fact there are some fans that like it show like it says a lot. I think, in my opinion, and I I really am not supposed to talk about this. So um, but it's like so critically acclaimed and everything, and it just makes you wonder like, can they just sell anything Harry Potter and it's gonna do well? Probably. So, yes, they can. Can literally sell painted sticks of wood and say it belonged to Sirius Black and people will spend $50 on it. 100%. That's like 40 pounds. Like, like the wand thing is genius. The wand thing is so genius. It's like, they sell them for like 30 pounds each and it's like, it's a little, it's literally a stick. Have you seen Grindelwald's wand before? Before the, no, he had no, to be, if you ever look at, if you ever see it, just... Oh, it annoys me. It is a stick. It is a twig. It is, it's got like... They're not even... Okay, so I've been telling Tyler about this recently. They're not even capitalizing as much as they could on the wands. Because oh. I guarantee you, because you can't... It is a stick. You can't buy your own wand, right? You can't go on Pottermore and buy your own wand. That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard oh, in my yeah, life. Oh, yeah, because I would buy that. If I could I'm buy sorry, my own I, wand, yeah. I, I guarantee you right that. now. If you, if I went into Pottermore and sorted myself for a wand and it was like, buy your wand, like the exact one that comes up and it was a hundred dollars, I guarantee you I'd click buy now and be like, yeah. I would, yeah. You know, I, don't, I, I love people for buying the 30 pound Grindelwald wand because it's literally a stick. But yeah, if there was a, if there was a thing where it was like, make your own wand and they sell it for 30 pounds, I would buy it. Yeah, I completely agree. I would have that. Yeah. I would put that in my they, background. They would sell, they would sell so many. There would be yeah. no... 
Yeah, there would be no hesitation from so many people. Just like, absolutely, I'll buy it right now. We no should be problem. J.K. Rowling's marketing team right now. Like, I just, I can't believe like, they're not doing it. I, I cannot can't believe, believe they're not that. doing yeah. it. Yeah, that it's is so like, weird to me because we were having yeah. a conversation on our Discord about it, and I was like, wait, can you not just buy your own wand? And then I looked, no, and I was like, can't. no, you can't. Or like, if they sold a Patronus like plushie or toy or something when you got your mm -hmm. Patronus, or like at least advertised Hufflepuff or whatever house you're sorted into merchandise when it comes. There's no mar like advertising on Baltimore at all, really. Yeah, right. no, but. You probably don't have Hot Topic in uh, England. I don't know if um, you do. I, I, I'm not. Which I is a know. store which at this point entirely sells Funko Pop figures and Hogwarts house stuff. Oh. So this is a fun fact. There is 142 different Patronuses. I didn't know that. On part Ben, your thing. brother Ben has a really cool one and I'm really jealous of him. What's his? A Festral. Festral. That's such a Ben thing. That is such a Ben thing. He's never seen someone die. Have, have you? common to see a lot of people die? No, that's why they use no, them for the pull the, the carriages. Thing, right? like, nobody could just, nobody yeah, sees I the know, horses. Yeah, I know, but like, you say like, he's never seen someone die. I get I get what you mean, but like, yeah, could he see his own Patronus? That's my question, you know? Mine is boring now. Sounds like I need to keep but, like, doing this test. How does the Festral appear answers? as well? Like, a Festral's like black and like dark, but would it come as white and like I mean, blue? Yeah, wolves are would. black too. And like, yeah. not white wolves. Like, serious black was black. Yeah, pretty flat on the well, nose, that, isn't it? He's a dog. <laughs> dogs, dogs are black. But yeah. Um, so with Incredibles 2, I do want to bring up, although I was like scolded for bringing this up on Twitter today. Um, I thought it was weird that there was no like seizure warning. There, there, there should be. If there isn't, there should yeah, be. Yeah, absolutely should when be. We watched it. I don't know if I've, it was just I've because seen now that it, maybe it was just because we saw it on a private screening. They didn't put it in, but, um, no, they, right. they, it's not there. But, like, well, I've heard that now at theaters, it is like at the tickets and everything that well, there and, is like a seizure. And, warning. and that's all it ever is though. It's never, it never says before a movie like, Hey, by the way, there's going to be seizure warnings here. It's like they put an A-frame outside the theater. Yeah. Well, there was in Last Jedi, there was a uh, thing where it was like, it was? not when I saw it, because I saw it like opening weekend, but later showings were like, there's a part in this movie where all the sound goes away. The movie's not broken. That's supposed to happen. When does that happen? That the Ray scene? When Right, but that's not Holdo that's not the same thing at all. The ship. Oh, you know what? That's, that's, right. not, no, I'm just that's not even that similar. Is, that, like, that is weird, actually. I remember watching that the first time. I remember because it, it went so quiet and then it sounded weird when the sound came back. Yeah. Right, but yeah. that's not like... And it's not, I mean... That's not a seizure trigger. Like... No. No, I agree. Yeah. You're right. Um, it's... But it's... But I remember like with... It was like messing with people. I remember but with no, Coco, it, um, they had to put the warning that the Olaf short was in front of it so people didn't think they'd walked into the wrong film after a week. <laughs> it was well, very... See, long. my understanding Thank with you. the putting the physical sign in front of the actual theater where the movie is showing is it so people don't miss it. Mm. But I, I do think you get things, I don't know about you, but like, for example, I watched The Flash on um, well, I don't know what it's on in America. I think it might be ABC. The CW. CW. It's the CW. Well, well, in the UK it's on Sky One, and um, not plugged by them or anything, but um, I, I, they, and, uh, they, 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 every time before it starts, they make a joke like, we're flashing images, we have the flash. So they do put a warning. That's so lame. Oh yeah, they make the worst puns out of it every time, and it's like, oh god, it makes you cringe, but they do put a warning before it, every time. Yeah. And it's like, so yeah, the fact they didn't put it in for that film was like, yeah, that, it, there was one scene that is really, really flashy, and it goes on for a good few minutes. And it's not the only scene. Like, it's yeah. def there's one that's definitely longer. You know we're talking about the screensaver and is like, in the, the room. Yeah, yeah, in the, like, yeah. screensaver. Well, and team. like yeah. I said, I've seen it plenty of times before where it's, like, a physical sign, uh, and, and it's a little bit different on TV, because, like, obviously, if it's on TV, they have those pre-episode trailers. Like, every episode of Law & Order comes with, like, a, hey, by the way, this is not for kids. 
don't let your kids watch this thing that mm. goes before the show. But like the movies are a little bit different. Um, and Tyler, do you I don't think it I, comes up in the thing because they do put. I I don't know in a normal film they flash up that like thing before a film saying like the rating and the name of the film and stuff about it. Nah, because Ty- Tyler's right. Like a lot of people are upset about it, and not just people that saw it at a private screening. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. A lot of people are upset about it, and and Tyler, I think that is where you got the the lashback was because you started your tweet with like, why is nobody talking about this? Because I didn't see anything about it, and then people were like what do you mean you don't see anything about it and that's kind of like my point is to the credit of i haven't seen anything about it like i am a person who checks these things because my wife has sensitivity to flashing lights and like i care if it's going to be in the movie and i hadn't seen anything about it so when i said that it was because i legitimately hadn't not that you and then thought apparently no <laughs> i mean right and like but apparently i was looking in all the wrong places which is kind of frustrating that i can look in all the wrong places yeah. like i feel Your like i tweeted about it it should so. yeah, i was gonna say i think yeah. that's a really well, weird coincidence because like that you didn't see anything about it because like i saw it from your brother yeah so did i i didn't even think about it but then i remembered from the trailer like there are those flashing scenes yeah well, I mean, I I, I didn't uh, think about it because I'm I'm personally blessed enough to not have to think about yeah, it. But like same, that's that's yeah. not necessarily the point um, that that Tyler's trying to make. And I'm not saying that you're making a different point. I'm just like I'm I'm Team Tyler on this one. People oh, were no, I agree. Yeah. unnecessarily rude about it, but yeah, you're 100 percent correct. Like there needed to be some kind of warning or some kind of trailer because like that's an uncommon thing for movies to have a scene like that. Yeah, no, especially yeah. like a kids movie. Right. Yeah. No, and I get, that, and like, on the other hand, I get that like them not knowing it's gonna happen or that it's gonna bother anybody because like what are you gonna do like get a person that has epileptic seizures to watch the movie just for like quality control. Cause yeah, that's, that sure. sounds awful. <laughs> and also from their perspective, it's like, if we put it in, that might mean someone doesn't go see the film. So do they think let's yeah, not warn that's them a good and thing. let's just hope no yeah. one gets affected and we, we get all the views. Yeah. I mean, that's a good thing though. I, like is it is if that person can't see the film, they shouldn't see the film. It's like, yeah. do we put a warning right. on, on roller coaster saying pregnant women shouldn't ride <laughs> so that they yeah. won't ride it? Like obviously. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. It's, it's a tough thing for Pixar's perspective. Cause it's like, we make films and I said kids earlier, but I, the, the point is we make films for everyone and they've, they've made a movie that I don't feel like, is for everyone and what it's excluding is a is a small minority mm. but it's not everyone yeah but if that was yeah i did could they have made it another way they could they have done the hypnotism so it wasn't flashy yeah definitely yeah absolutely so and what, it's it, it's yeah, got to do with yeah. frequencies too is like this is a studyable thing mm. it's like yeah, yeah it's almost as if they've somehow made this film like come up with these ideas and no one's thought what about people with epilepsy well yeah i mean i, I honest to god think they didn't ask like they didn't say anything. Nobody yeah. said anything. How, like, yeah, no, I completely agree. It's like it's a random thing. Bro, remember that Pepsi advert that came out last year with one of the Jenners in it, and it was just mm-hmm. like a stupid advert where she ended controversy by giving someone a Pepsi. Right. Yeah. It was like and people got it was so like a race fired up. Riot yeah. outside, and she got gave through all this marketing, and all these people discussed it, and no one thought. You know what, guys? This might be a little bit too much. Like, right? Um, that happens all the time, though. Is there's yeah. all there's always commercials coming up that like, yeah. How did they get away with that? And there's always people asking those questions, like, how did they get away with that? Like, did nobody say anything? And I, yeah. the answer is obviously, yeah. Nobody said anything. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, because here's the thing: is like, if if Kendall Jenner gives us a call tomorrow and says, "Hey, I would like to promote the Bacon and Eggs podcast with this commercial where I end controversy by recommending it," I would be like, "You want to do what for the Bacon and Eggs podcast? <laughs> Let's do." it where do i sign <laughs> i could see i mean that's mean, a little bit different think, though. i don't think kendall jenner approached pepsi i think pepsi approached no kendall i don't think jenner. so either <laughs> 
Yeah. Well, I'll try tweeting at her and but see it's what like, happens. It's also like, um, uh, this is a weird thing to bring up as well, but the Logan Paul situation at the start of the year where he filmed a dead person and that got filmed. There were like five of them there. Someone someone must have edited it. They probably has a manager that watches for his videos and an agent. No one said anything though, did they? Well, so, No, well, that dude's an idiot. Yeah, that, that, that dude and his whole team. He, even if he's an idiot, why did no one else say anything to him? Like, I mean, that was just, I, I think no that idea. was just a jet. Like, have you ever tweeted something you regretted? I still don't think that's not something. No one's that stupid right i mean i i legitimately think he is but like no one's like no no one's got it's no one with that much like of a, he's got a big pr team around him surely no one's got that bad a pr team right how big's your pr team Seamus? um i i i, I it's, have it's us who i'd consult <laughs> no <laughs> yeah. I, I actually re referenced my team in my last video when i announced my merchandise because there was a team of us that did it because i had someone designing it and i had someone who was like sorting everything out and like doing all the management and like putting it all on the t-shirts and setting up the website for me and i called that my you have, team you have merchandise where where is it available should i plug yeah yeah, always. Teespring.com slash stores slash Seamus Gorman. Yeah, if you want to buy yeah, t-shirts that say Seamus Gorman across the chest. Or would so you people, on a couple? Yeah, so that people, no, those I'm with. The, the ones that just say your name on it, I'm like, I'm going to get a lot of questions for this. <laughs> but like, um, no, um, but as I, what was I saying? I was saying something about, oh yeah, so I, I refer, referred to it as my team. And loads of people commented like, your team, you mean you and your mom? Like, and I was like, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like there was a team of us that was working on it. So it was like, but yeah, right. I know. My point was that um, how bad, well, I, like what's the Pixar team thinking by doing it? Like, why didn't they just do a proper hypnosis thing? Like a normal, you know what I'm talking about? Like a normal hypnosis thing where it just goes in a circle. Right, like just Why a, are they going for this flashing whatever, effect? Yeah. Like, oh, because normal circular well, hypnosis like, stuff makes people feel weird. Like, like, there's a reason they use that. give someone a fit. <laughs> right. I mean, I get that, but, like, there's a reason that that is the symbol for hypnosis is because, like, in some cases, it legitimately works. Yeah. Or just do another way. I, well, I, I feel like they, they could have avoided it. Oh, 100%. They absolutely could have yeah. avoided it. Nobody's questioning that. Like, 100%. There's definitely a brainstorming conversation that, have could, that could have gone there, on. Well, like, there's, okay, a conversation, we there's a conversation happening right now, I'm sure, of, like, what do we say about this? Mm. Yeah. yeah. Did we address it at all? Yeah. Mm. And now they're going to, and I'm sure that there will be, and I think it's already starting to crop up that, that, that theaters themselves are putting warnings in front of it. And yeah. uh, Seamus, I don't know if you knew this. I just found out on the internet on famousbirthdays.com that you are the 5,471st most famous person in the world. That's weird. That it, it, it's, what? It's, it's lower every time I see it. I, 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 don't, I don't know how that website's run, but like 5,000 is just how, how, how often are you on that website? I, I don't go on it. I, I referenced it once in a video because I remember I got put on it. Like, everyone has that day when they're put on. Oh, you really have a page on this. Seamus Gorman, YouTube star. Nice glasses. Yeah, I don't know Ooh, why Ben's that's... on here, too. I, I'm... I... You are 5,000 people yeah, more famous I than I ben. find that so ridiculous that I'm, I've, I've known this before. I get told this, that, like, I'm more famous than Ben and Jay on there. But I'm like, that's ridiculous. That is just like, a great picture of know, Ben Carlin. People do not know me better than Ben and Jay. Yet they always use the worst pictures. It's a fact. They just zoom in. If you go to my second picture, it's just a zoomed-in photo of my face from, like, miles John out. <laughs> Jonathan's less famous than Ben. Fun fact. Yeah, it's just... And I feel like if you look at the Super Carlin Brothers videos, the most popular ones are mostly Jonathan. So to say yeah, Ben's absolutely. Well, you're the 20th biggest web star, according to this. It's just, it's, it's, 
now, it's a ridiculous site, I've got to say. Um, like, I'm I'm way too low on that website, and it's also it like it too lists low. The most, it lists the most famous people. Who does it say the most famous person in the world is? Uh, there was like a 15 year old. Wait, you think you're the um, you think you're you're too low? No, no, no. I think I yeah, as in low, as in the number on me is too low. I my number should oh, be like way golf higher. Well, yeah. number one is Jacob Sartorius. Exactly. And I don't even know who Jacob, that person is. Jacob Sartorius. So you're saying that he's more famous than Donald Trump? Like, no, he's not. Well, number two is Justin Bieber, is who also, I can agree he with. He's also, no, he's not. Who he, in he, God's left thumb is Jacob Sartorius? Have you not heard of him? He went out with no. Billy Bobby Brown a bit this year. They're for like 14. He's a musically star. But yeah. I, I, Donald Trump is 122, who, by the way. The fact, yeah, the fact someone like, yeah, the fact that someone like Donald Trump or like, who else? Like, po the politicians are definitely the most famous people, out I of, think. Actually, out of the top five, I only know two of these people, which are Justin Bieber and Ariana Grande. Like, yeah, it's just. Yeah, I don't know who. Just, I think Who I know is... most of them, I but like that's just I don't know. Is this a British website? Like... No, I, the, all the popular ones are American. Trust me. But no, it. The, I think it's done on how much people you click the button, the boost button. Oh, I'm gonna click it a lot on Ariana Grande, so she passes Justin Bieber. I, I like Ariana <laughs> Grande way more than Justin Bieber. But anyway, the point is, if you click the boost button, you get to you get higher up. Um, and, I'm also going to um, click it on Shane's To my board. knowledge, to my knowledge, you, if you click the boost button, you get higher up. And therefore, people search up someone if they want to know their age. The more people want to know Jacob Sartorius's age than they want to know Donald Trump's age. Because that's the people using the internet, I think. But again, it's a stupid website. I don't know how you can rank people on famousness. Because it just, I, you just can't do that. <laughs> I'm not on here, so. I'm sorry. I didn't make it either. Don't worry. I'm surprised you're not on there because Abigail got on there through me. Yeah, really? So I thought you might get in through jail, Ben. At least she's mentioned Jonathan on my is page. On, or, uh, See, yeah, to say no, I boost. I, I actually found a really weird thing about that because, like, obviously, like when we go to like meetups and stuff, like people do know who I am, and like I I I walk around the streets of London, I do run into more people than you'd think. Like I don't know, once a week maybe. Um, what were we talking about? The Incredibles. Oh, I want to talk about the. <laughs> it's just uh, called the way Incredibles that it tried too. To, yeah, Incredibles too. I want to talk about the characters it tried to throw in as potential shade. Um, I was really hoping Winston was going to be the big bad. Yeah, but... they even hinted it though, really, yeah, did they? With... No, I love that in the end, he was not bad at all. Like, that was a, 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 the only surprise. Right, that, that he ended he up not totally even being corrupt. He just, like, is totally on board with supers. Yeah, no. Um, they... I liked the fact that Evelyn and Winston both took two completely different perspectives from the exact same situation and story. I thought yeah. that was good storytelling from it from a perspective because it was like two people can hear this exact same story and come out with two completely different right. perspectives, two she, opposite perspectives. She had, well, and what was cool was that their business was like perspective. Yeah. Like they were in the media, so it was like our job is to portray mm -hmm. something so that the right perspective is seen. Right. Also, she, she hates the... Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. I, I think that, again, we're revealing... Evelyn is the villain. They could have done it so much better because they just gave it away so early on. They said, Winston was like all talking about how um, he loved the supers for everything. And she immediately puts him down about it. Right at the start, I can't remember what she says. But Winston's saying like how great it was the supers being there and the fact the supers weren't there is the reason uh, his dad died. And then she made a comment saying like something else that contradicted it completely straight from the start. And right from there, you're like, okay, she's not all there. I don't know if you noticed that. Yeah, yeah. That something like that happens right at the start. Well, I think I was... Yeah, and then there's a conversation about girl power that Helen and Evelyn are having in the... Uh 
like security room hmm. where Evelyn like if you just read her lines she like basically I know that's when the reveal is but she basically says something like I can't remember what it was but it was basically like I'm the big bad in this but, movie right and I'm that's what I was glad problem. about the big bad reveal wasn't late enough in the film for it for me to feel like it was a huge big reveal I feel like it was kind of with like 40 minutes to go mm -hmm. so it wasn't too late like it was kind of in the middle it, so it didn't yeah. ruin the film yeah. if you knew that going in I've just activated Siri I'm sorry about that <laughs> that's okay we did a lot here <laughs> um, it did hint at two other potential characters being the bad guy um, I don't know if y'all caught it or if it was just me looking for it um, I felt like early on there was a couple scenes with Lucius where he was like there's these people who want to reinstate supers and I was like uh oh Lucius are you about to do something terrible Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, I, because that seemed like a an unusual if, offer if, if for him to make. If Lucius went bad, though, it would have been uproar. I, I, I never thought they'd go in that direction. They weren't going to be bold enough to do that. Well, I just thought maybe they would do the, like, uh, you know, supers need to make a comeback, and I want to be the face of it type thing or something like that. And the other person I thought that they hinted at being bad because he was, like, in the very first scene of the movie, he looked like a bad guy, was uh, Rick, De Rick Dicker, oh, yeah. Jonathan Banks' yeah. character. Uh, because it was, you know, his like, the first thing he did was like an evil thing was to like wipe the memory of a child and then uh my my big problem was that the pizza guy was not for one second believable as the screen slaver now yeah they were like oh he's some pizza guy i was like oh that's definitely not who yeah. it was then he was definitely being yeah mind control. and yeah the fact it was clear he was doing mind control made it like yeah no that that was the problem wasn't it if they if they'd made it like someone believable i don't know who it could have been been believable but like some like proper like, frozone they could have made it frozone yeah, if, if they if they made it frozone and then winston was doing it behind the scene you're like oh no i still feel like frozone everyone would be like now nah, he was hypnotized but, yeah he was hypnotized they could have had frozone hypnotized but like that then, i think that creates the same problem as the pizza guy does being oh it'd never be the pizza guy and people would be like oh it'd never be frozen well i feel like they could have given him some dialogue or something like there could have been like a that would have been a cool nod is if frozone did the monologuing thing to helen mm. that would have been interesting because that was like something that carried over from the first there was a lot of nods to yeah the, first, the honey was really scene cool. was another nod to the first they put that in the trailer the whole yeah i'm glad they didn't put her in the movie though like i at first wanted them to but then i realized it's better to leave it up to the imagination because yeah. like if, yeah, if they if they put her in and then she was nothing like... I feel like we all have our own image of what she looks like. Frozone's yeah. wife. Yeah. yeah. I don't know about you, but I imagine some, like, big black woman. Yeah, I was gonna say, she's definitely, like, a... Voluptuous. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, that that's what I am. Mean. I, I I have like an image of how she'd be animated, even in my head. So if they threw someone and it looked nothing like what I wanted her to look like, I'd be kind of like, no, no, no. So yeah. The woman, the woman who voices, uh, um, what's her name? Helen. It's uh, Holly Hunter. Kimberly Adair Clark. What? What? Who's Helen? Not yeah. Helen. I'm sorry. Uh, honey. I you, yeah, yeah, I was I like. Honey. <laughs> I... You said Helen. I was like, that's sorry. Holly Hunter. Yeah, yeah. Kimberly Adair Clark. Her only credits are as. Honey. How do you spell Adair? Adair Clark. Uh, Kimberly Adair uh, Clark. I can't understand anymore, can I? Yeah. You well, know, that's kind uh, of what I, I imagine her to look like. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was like, yeah, that's that's pretty much what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> no, I like that, actually. That that make, that is what I picture her to look like. I, I like that image. Yeah, okay. and then uh, I love that they didn't even try to make uh bob odenkirk look any different no, yeah, as winston Dever. That. like yeah. that's what he looks like that's what his voice looks like and that's what he looks right like. better call saul yeah that's bob odenkirk which is weird <laughs> because craig t nelson looks so different from robert parr yeah yeah 
I uh, I didn't realize it was Craig Nelson or Craig T. Nelson. Uh, but now that you know, now it's so obvious that I know. But well, yeah, he, I mean, he's just like he's just that guy. No, like, there are a few characters that look nothing like the characters they're animated for. Like, well, obviously Violet's like an older woman now, so she's like n- nothing like Violet. But like, Ooh. Edna Mode looks nothing like the person who plays her. Looks Brad Bird. nothing like Brad Bird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, what did you think of New Dash? I thought he was really good. I didn't know there was a difference. Honestly, it, was, it sounded exactly like, the same. I didn't know Dash was a kid to begin with. Like originally, I figured they just used an adult. Yeah. But no. Well, like Nancy Cartwright plays um bart simpson in the simpson and right that's what i'm saying it's usually it's she, just yeah. like an adult woman yeah like i figured it was tara strong or something like yeah did you know nancy cartwright has a youtube channel where she uploads videos of her doing bart simpson impressions to people and they're like they're like that's a good impression and then, that's awesome and then, and then she's just like she's like i actually play bart simpson and, and they're like what that's <laughs> or, so at least awesome. in one video like that I don't know if she's done more, but like she's done it before. So Electrix and Crochet were the same person, apparently. I didn't know that. Crochet, I, I I just felt like they were all underused a little. Yeah. Oh, it's I mean it was X Force all over mm-hmm. again from Deadpool Two. Yeah. It was like, yep, those are side heroes, and it was the same thing. Like one of them had the same freaking power. The guy with the acid reflux. Uh, yeah. <laughs> not even. That's just not a even huge creative here. I imagine though, because they've just done the exact. But what you know what right. we didn't have well, with this one, we didn't have a Peter. That's true. Yeah. I like pizza. Uh, I mean, there was a pizza guy. Yeah. There was a pizza guy. Was there a Pizza Planet truck? There was. I've been told by Brad Bird there was. Well, and the X-Men and the Avengers have, uh, and the Fantastic Four have all crossed over before. So, like, hmm. this is just an, uh, a Fantastic Four knockoff. Only instead, like, it figured it out, right? It's like the interesting thing about the Fantastic Four is the family dynamic and yeah. not the origin story. Yeah. And they, that's their marketing. They think it, they see it as a family film more than anything. Right. And, um... I, I feel like we've been quite critical so far. I feel like we need to talk about like things that are good about the film. What did you like about? I, it? I did liked, you think the story. Was I liked tell, a lot of things well? about. It. I thought the villain had a really good plan. Firstly, I thought it was very interesting to do the screen slaver thing in 1968. Okay, yeah. Well, uh, screen slaver like, doesn't have anything a... to do with the 60s. Screen slaver is a like adult testimonial against technology addiction in the late. 2000s. I, yeah, I can see what you mean, but I, I still thought she had a really good plan. Like she, her plan was so, like almost the opposite to Syndrome's, where she um wanted to like get well, rid of. She wanted to Syndrome wanted to kill Supers off, but she wanted them to be so hated by the government that they would like be just like discriminated against and like just like because they she, if her plan went to plan, she would have like fully got them to like try and overthrow the government and try and like like proper. I don't know, like if it went through further and, like, properly kill people and just be hated by everyone. Like, it's almost worse than Syndrome's plan. Well, yeah, for sure. And if... And this is the same premise in, in Kingsman, but, like, if Syndrome... Not Syndrome. If Screen Slaver's plan was actually able to work somehow, like, in 2018, it would be 100% successful. Like, if you found a way to hypnotize people through their cell phones, like, it would absolutely oh, yeah. work. Yeah. yeah, you would you would succeed. Yeah. <sighs> like, and that's, like I said, the same thing in Kingsman. They put the SIM card to the phone that, like, kills people. Kingsman, so that's why... It, and then the minute you spoke about phones, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You haven't. You don't love Kingsman. You haven't I've seen, seen it both over of and over the films, again. But um, I, I, it's your national heritage, Seamus. I I feel it, well. The second one's all American, so um. But it, no, I it's I don't know. I, 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 I I cringed a little in Kingsman 
at times, like when. Oh, I'm sure you did. When, like, when all the heads blew up, I was like, "What's going?" On? Um, Do you know Taryn Egerton? Yeah, very well. Good friends. We hang out on Sundays. <laughs> there's the there's no way like, because you just you guys sound so different. <laughs> no, um, I, 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 I don't know. I, I don't know. What I think about. I watched actually Kingsman two on the plane to America. Like just, oh, just I didn't now. Like Kingsman two at all. Like this on, last. Yeah, flight? just now. Just now. Yeah. No, I mean, like, was like on this flight. No, on the way to America. Yeah, to to see you guys. The Incredibles did. Oh. Okay, like like a week ago. Like literally less than a week ago, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't so that it's great. Fresh in my I mind. like it, but it wasn't that great. It was okay. It, yeah, it wasn't. Oh. It, yeah, but we're not talking about Kingsman. But that's kind of how I feel about Incredibles too, honestly. <laughs> I thought I thought it was I thought it was a good sequel. I I um I don't know. I, again, there was more. There was so much more action in the first film. This one was spent a lot more time on Bob and his dynamic with the kids, whereas no time was spent with Elastigirl and her dynamic with the kids, at least at home. Because it's implied that Elastigirl is just yeah, an amazing mother, and she just figured it out um, right away. And then you've got... and, and they, But they did make up for the lack of action with lots of comedy. It was funny. Yeah. I laughed a lot. Um, and I, I don't know if that was a fair trade, but, you know. And Yeah, I felt like I, felt like I was already tired of the... Uh, they want you to do it this way, Joe. By the time I saw the movie, but other than that, I laughed like throughout the also, whole thing. Also, a big problem they have with superhero films, I find, is that villains just all want the same thing or they want the same thing as the last villain in a sequel. But Evelyn didn't want the same thing as Syndrome, I didn't feel. Their plans were very different, and they had different motivations. And, and like, different Syndrome systems wanted to for, kill off uh... the supers and then make everyone super by selling his invention. So, right. whereas Evelyn, and so making people superior if they had money, which is right. exactly well, what and, Evelyn and wouldn't like, have wanted. But they both preyed on Mr. Incredible's pride, hmm. was like the key. Yeah was like they picked Elastigirl to do it not because she was less destructive like that was how she told it to, to Winston but they chose Elastigirl because it would piss off mm. uh, Mr. Incredible. I do believe that Mr. Incredible being destructive should play a factor though because he is always destructive she does have like right. and Elastigirl yeah he's Superman like, it's it the same it's the same Superman storyline yeah. well he's the he's the thing like you know that it's just the thing in Mr. Fantastic and the I think woman and well as you know the, the one thing Fantastic Four was always missing was a relationship between the thing and Mr fantastic like okay but it had it between the mr fantastic and uh right but fantastic well, four shipped the wrong people then didn't fantastic you? four <laughs> is and has always been about freed richards like, yeah like elastigirl <laughs> yeah um no no it's i get you want to draw that parallel because you're mr comic book guy now but like and, and it's there but it's like it's not just a knockoff it's like this is a different dynamic i i, I think i disagree it is like so clearly parallel it's about a family i, I, think, I think i i think that's the what made fantastic four i think they're just i think they're heroes that have just got the base similarly or fantastic four i never but, yeah um, i never I, bought after the speaking family after after speaking thing. to brad bird it, it, i he it's clear that they've based them off like what they that the family traits are he said he's based it off his own family and he's like had a strong right. father like a, a mom that could do things flexible and if that, was flexible and so stuff he's like dash that. or is he jack Jack. I don't know what he is actually, but um, and I don't know what family he based off, as in his own like parents or, or him and his kid. But like, and if if that's how Brad Bird writes movies, I'm very concerned about the Iron Giant. <laughs> I haven't seen the Iron Giant, so I I can't make a comment. But it's about a benevolent giant uh, made of iron. Okay. Yeah, it's just Disney's the BFG, but with a robot. I see. It's not Disney. Is I'm it? pretty sure. Is it? It was on Cartoon Network for 48 hours. The straight. BFG. The Iron Who made giant. the BFG? No. The big giant <laughs> the iron giant is made by warner brothers no 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 the, Ooh, it's a harry potter movie <laughs> that's not how that works <laughs> i think it pretty, pretty is. sure it yeah, is at this like, point <laughs> I, I see the warner brothers logo i think harry potter what else do they do they do justice right. league right 
Uh, Warner Brothers upcoming releases: Teen Titans Go, The Meg, Crazy Rich Asians, The Nun, Smallfoot, Stars Born, yeah. Mowgli, Fantastic yeah. Beasts, Aquaman. Yeah, the BFG is a Disney movie. Literally, no, Disney's the BFG. I was talking about Iron. Talking about the Iron Giant. I was talking about Iron Giant. No, you literally said the BFG isn't a Disney movie. No, you said that Iron Giant is Disney's. That's the name of the BFG. movie. Oh, I was thinking you were saying like it is Disney's answer no. to the BFG. No, 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 no. no. Uh, I'm saying no, Disney's the BFG because that's how it was like like. Said. Was it any no. good? Anybody see it? BFG. Yeah. I've seen the yeah. BFG. I saw it as a kid. I think it's good. I read the book. No, you didn't. Well, it's rolled all bit. You read the book as a kid. It came out in 2016. I guess you were a kid then, but the book came out in 2016. No, it didn't. No, the movie. The movie, the animated movie, didn't come out in 2016. In 1989. Yeah, I saw that as a kid. I didn't know there was an original one. There was a. It came out in 2000. The, the, the Steven the Spielberg book one came out in 1982. Right, and then they made a movie about it in 19 or er, 2016. But no, they've made an animated. You got a 75 percent. It's certified made an fresh. Animated film about this. I believe you. Yes, the, 1989. He's probably pretty hyped up on a different movie yeah. he was a part of right now. And they, the Disney so. wanted us to talk about Incredibles too, anyway. So. Also, yeah, the Iron Giant. Just so wasn't you were there all that good. on Disney's behalf. What was the story of that trip? They were just. I, I I don't really know. I don't know what I'm allowed to say and what I'm not allowed. To. I probably said too much. Um, um, but um, I I got an email from a company and they were like. Yo, um, we want you to represent us in a roundtable meeting with Brad Bird, Nicole Grindle, and John Walker. I think they're their names. They're, and um, so they sit at the table. There were four other YouTubers there. Um, they, they all looked really nice. Uh, well, looked nice. They were nice. I, I wasn't attracted to them. In, that, <laughs> it, that just came out wrong. Um, <laughs> I, so they're digging it all. This that is would really weird because some of them were very, two of them were very young. And like, I say they're young. Like, they were kids. Um, oh, I thought you were talking about Brad Bird. <laughs> I thought you were literally um, saying you were sexually attracted to Brad Bird here for a second. Um, and um, the two, two of them were artists. I knew that. And they were there obviously to talk about animation and stuff. And I was just there. We all got to ask two questions each. And I got to sit next to Brad Bird. So it was like the best day of my life, obviously. Um, and, obviously. Um, I, like, like, they, the, the, two, the two artist YouTubers like probably spoke about... I'll leave them nameless because I don't know if they want me to say it. But I don't care. Um, they, 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 they asked about like animation and stuff. And I was like, okay, these two have asked about animation. I'm just gonna go deep into the lore of this film and that's exactly what I did I just asked like deep lore questions he kind of avoided them because he, he didn't really want to answer them but I, I definitely got a few things out of talking to him that I'm gonna use in videos 100% so like I, I'm, I'm I'm happy as long as I get the footage that they said and they said they'd give me the footage so well that's exciting yeah. um and that you know that that's been Tyler and Ethan interviewing Seamus about interviewing Brad Bird awesome <laughs> Um, is he taller than you? Be sure to watch the video. Is he taller than you? Oh, ooh, yeah, I think so. I, 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 I'd have to look at the picture. I can't. I didn't really stand next to him because we sat down, and he walked in while I was sat down. And I, I, I Isn't there have... a picture of you standing next to him? Or am no, I confused? I was actually Brad stood is? next to him in the picture. The next to John, not your John though, Tyler. The other John, Pixar animated John. He's everyone's John. John, who's John? John, John Walker. Hey. I think he was one of the. He was one of the directors in the film. Let's see. Oh. I, I got the picture up. Um, oh, I'm about the same height as him. Yeah. No, I'm about the same height as him. I actually look quite tall in the photo with the um, directors, you know? I actually thought, this was really weird, I thought um, uh, Nicole, who's one of the directors, the producers in the film, looked a little bit like an older Elastigirl. If you search up Nicole Grindle. The crimes of Nicole Grindle. The crimes of Nicole Grindle. <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
can't Oh, type. she had a different shit. Like, her hair. I don't know. <laughs> she, she had a different head. She looked different in, in the photo of me. I looked no, I mean, up I can on see Google. It. I'm like, like, she looks nothing like him now. But <laughs> when I looked her up, she looked, when I saw her, she looked like her. Anyway, my Incredibles game was strong. I mean, you're definitely an expert here. I feel like... Yeah, I feel like that was yeah. my thing. I was going to, like, fully go in and ask the question, like... So, um, in the film, there's a one newspaper saying 1962. But then in Edna's Ranch, she references supers dying from capes in 1958. So, like, when did this film take place? Or were there supers just out and about doing stuff in the 1950s when illegally? But I, I, I was told not to ask it. <laughs> <laughs> So, that's so weird oh that they're gosh, just not going to acknowledge funny that it. Told you that. I, I, because well, they like to because here's what happens is that you don't want them to answer, right? Because then theorists like you and my brothers and all the others out there are out of a job. Like it, well, yeah, it takes from. Them. I, I feel like just confirming what year it takes place in helps a lot of things because it's so scattered what year it takes place in, and it can just help. But if you put a year in and you say. Like, that, that makes it a clear timeline, mm. right? And then your whole Pixar theory gets a little messed the, up. The big problem to the Pixar theory now, and I'm excited to see what John and Ben say about this on their video, if they're going to keep doing videos about it. Supers are now legalized. They're yeah. not legal in any other film, to our knowledge. Or maybe that, expi yeah. maybe yeah, that explains... Like, like, Toy Story happened... Maybe that explains even more why not kids have incredible stuff. That explains why. Because um, that would explain how they know who Violet, Dash, and Jack-Jack are. And maybe... Maybe, maybe it just makes it make more the sense. The real Buzz Lightyear. The, maybe the real Buzz Lightyear I was Super. just the, about to say that. Mad. And it takes place and at a similar time. And that's why Woody's time. show got cancelled. That's why Woody's show yeah, got cancelled. maybe canceled. Supers are just because around the whole time. now you can do superhero time. TV. Maybe, yeah. yeah. I just, yeah, it just, I don't know, it seems a little, um, I, I don't know, we never get, no Supers ever get referenced in other films. But I, Toy Story 4 will have an Incredibles 2 Easter egg, so, maybe. Did you learn that from Brad? No, I just know, that you, they always put an Easter egg in from the film yeah, before. Yeah, from the previous film. Right. Yeah. Oh. So, yeah, they definitely have a Incredibles 2 Easter egg. Um, and yeah, so that, 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 that will definitely be there. So, okay. Um, do you, uh, what else is there to say about Incredibles two? Um, sell me on it. You know, my and I, 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 I feel like we've been very critical because I liked this film a lot, and I feel like all I've been is critical so far. But um, and I feel bad because I've, I've met Brad and I said I loved his film and everything, and I'm just like he's, if he listens to this podcast, he'd I mean, like, you're, he you're allowed to, to love it. Yeah. yeah I, if if Brad Bird listens to this podcast, <laughs> hey, Brad do you want to come on a podcast? <laughs> he's gonna be yeah, like, is that you something you'd be interested my in? My film, like, why would I be on your podcast? No, honestly, it was very good. I stand <laughs> by what I said. Sell it, it, to him now. it deserves, yeah, no, it deserves honorable mention in I think most categories. It is going to be the best yeah. animated film of Definitely. the year. And it, I, I still think um, it's one of Pixar's best films. Um, I think yeah. it's up there. Uh, it's. I don't know not that top for, me, for me, it's not. I don't think it beats like Monsters Inc. This is what Pixar's twentieth film. I think it beats some of the weaker ones though. I don't know. Like for me, like I feel like Ratatouille. It's a great film, but. I don't think it's anyone's favorite Pixar film. I saw a thing today about how Ratatouille was super it is underrated. Super underrated. But, <laughs> and then like there's a Bug's Life. I don't know too many people where that's their favorite Pixar film. Um, this is not better it, than a Bug's Life. Uh, sorry for offending you. <laughs> um, no, you're not offending me. I'm just I'm trying to like rate it in my head Cars on Pixar is, films. Cars is is a weaker Pixar film. Definitely better than that. Um, I would even rate it above Wally. -E. I know that's a load of people love Wally. -E. I don't know. It didn't connect with me as much as Pixar films go. Oh, I loved Wally. -E. I also love. Like, Grave uh, and the Dinosaur, which are considered weak Pixar films. Again, I, I don't think they're bad films. I don't think any of these are really bad films, but I they're, they're just... Can we just, like, I know that Pixar. Pixar made it. Can we trade Brave for Big Hero 6? I would love that. No, 
Brave, for the, a film that came out in the same year as Brave, being Wreck-It Ralph. Because Wreck-It Ralph, in every extent of the imagination, is a Pixar film. There is nothing about that film that doesn't feel Pixar-y. I feel the same way about Big Hero 6. The, my thing and... with Wreck-It Ralph is that it's the way it's done is it's like it's going inside somewhere um, and exploring it and pretending what if these th this was actually had life. Right, which is, which just, is like, a the like, Pixar, Pixar thing, yeah. And it, it, I did, yeah. And Big Hero 6 too, I feel like, felt like a Pixar film. Right, and Brave is just a Disney princess movie. Yeah, exactly. I don't get it. It's not any different than Tangled. Zootopia as well felt like a bit like a Disney, a Pixar film, I mean. Zootopia is a hard one to categorize. Zootopia is a weird one because you know it's the um, second highest grossing animated Disney film. Like it broke, it beat Tangled, it beat Moana, it beat Wreck-It Ralph, it beat Big Hero 6. I mean, it was really good. It was really good. Zootopia was it's an awesome. awesome film. And yeah, it's, that was I feel a like sweet it's underrated movie. and it's most critically acclaimed Disney animation film, at least the computer animated ones. But yeah, I mean, you gotta, you gotta. So let's see, I'm just looking at the list of Pixar movies. So this was Pixar's and... 20th movie, right? Uh, oh, uh, it might be. Maybe. I'm not 100% central on the numbers here but yeah I, I wouldn't i wouldn't say you're wrong there are two shorts according to rotten tomatoes that make it into pixar's lineup no three they're all toy story buzz lightyear of starkman the adventure begins uh the sto toy story of terror and i'm just why i'm looking at wikipedia oh, list of okay. pixar films and it's it's 20 20 movies and toy story that time forgot those are the those are the three this is this is not a top 10 Pixar movie. Um, I would probably say, I don't know. I'm trying to think. I'm, I'm trying to rank the films in my head. I, I pretty well agree with what Rotten Tomatoes has to say, which ranks it Toy Story 2, Toy Story, Toy Story 3, Finding uh, Nemo, Toy Inside Out, top three. Up, Coke. That is yeah. amazing. I Toy love Story. that. That's the, I I'm agree sorry. with Rotten Tomatoes for everything now. <laughs> <laughs> And then it's got uh, Up, Coco, The Incredibles 1, uh, Wally, Ratatouille, Monsters, Inc., Incredibles 2, Finding Dory, Bugs Life, Monsters U, Brave, Good Dinosaur, Cars, Cars 3, Cars 2. I would it. say Monsters U is very underrated on there, but people don't like uh, it's to me, percent To me, there are 11 movies on this list that are better than The Incredibles 2. Um, I, I, let me see. Um, well, I, I don't know if it's... I, I think I agree with like Coco and Inside Out. Um, oh. But I, I'm also of the camp that Inside Out is the best Pixar movie. Are you? Like, I think I, by a my, wide my big margin, problem yeah. with Inside Out is, and I hate myself for this, I overwatched it so much in uh, 2016 because I, I, it was, Inside Out videos did well for me. They were like, the video's doing so well. And so I just watched mm -hmm. it like every week and made a new video on it, like every couple weeks. And I was just watching it all the time and I got so sick of watching it. I haven't watched it for like a year now. And I'm expecting to go back and watch it and love it because I've just taken some space from it. Like, we had, like, a committed just, relationship and we needed some space. And, no. It's so good. I think it is. Like, really it is. It's so well-made and so well-crafted. For me, when it comes to Pixar, Inside Out definitely gets that conversation for best movie. I, I am so shocked that more people don't think Coco is the best. Uh, I, I think Coco and Inside Out are very similar for me in this in the, in the same category. Of this this era, right. I feel like they're the standout. Yeah, I really loved Coco. I really loved Inside Out. WALL-E has always been one of my favorite I, movies. I, I don't, I'm, I'm not uh, too up with Finding Nemo, personally. I think it's good. I, I don't think it's like up there as the greatest. I might even say Incredible. Mm, I think Finding Nemo is Finding like, Nemo. yeah. Um, of the like, of the like traditional story ones, I feel like Finding Nemo mm. stands out a little bit more. Like, I feel like there's two camps, right? There's, there's like the Incredibles and Toy Story and Monsters movies. And then there's, I feel like, and like Cars is in that as well. And then I feel like movies like Good Dinosaur and uh, Ratatouille, Wally. I wouldn't, I wouldn't put Coco, Good Dinosaur up, and Ratatouille in the same bracket. But yeah, anyway, See, I lump I lump Pixar movies about people and Pixar movies about 
stuff. Yeah, I've actually just gone through them and it is 10th on my list, bang in the middle. It's behind, for me, Toy Story, Toy Story can, 2, Toy Story that. 3, Inside Out, Art, The Incredibles, Original, Poco, Monsters, Inc. and Monsters University. So, for... This is better than Monsters U for me. For me, it's probably behind Toy Story, A Bug's Life, Toy Story 2, Monsters, Inc., Finding Nemo, The Incredibles, Wally Up, Toy Story 3, Inside Out, uh, Finding Dory, and Coco. And I feel like that's very harsh because that's putting Finding Nemo, Wally, and Ratatouille. For this is for me, of course. Finding Nemo, Wally, Ratatouille, all in the like lower half when they are like still really high quality films. And it's like that's why I, I hate really... ranking Pixar films because you have to put quality films like right down at the bottom, and it's like it is cruel to rank Pixar films. Ratatouille yeah, makes like... me like spiritually. That's uncomfortable. why I still haven't done a video. I don't know why. Because like you're gonna put I someone's really favorite don't film like fifteenth, and you're like, I'm sorry, I love it too. I just there oh, are Right. We've definitely got that from, from Marvel. Yeah. Well, that was one of the easy things about, like, doing the Marvel rankings was, like, like the Incredible Hulk is bad. Yeah. Right? right. Like, Cars Iron Man 2. 2 is... But, yeah, no, they've got a few... But, like, yeah, Cars bad. 2 is bad. But. There's some bad ones. There's some definite bad ones in the Marvel series. But you also have to... You, you have to put some people's favorite movies... 15th. Like... Hmm. Well, and that's, and that's what happens is, like... I, like, uh, yeah. To me, there is a... There is a bracket of Marvel films that anybody could say is their favorite for justifiable reasons. Yes, I agree. Yeah. That, that don't, in my mind, reach the, uh, you know, Infinity War... Thor Ragnarok. Right. Sort and it's, of it's no different with Pixar. Like, you can definitely make a case for 10, or maybe almost 15 of these movies being I your favorite. I think you can make a case for 15, right. yeah. I don't think you can make a case for any of the Cars films. I really like I don't Cars think you can make a case I'm for actually being shocked. No, no, I don't think so either. But I'm yeah. very shocked that on this, like, the tomatometer is at 74%. I quite find it... Oh, I made a comment on this in my Cars TV video. I find it so funny the bottom three films are all the Cars films. And I hope that stays that yeah. way forever. Like, I hope no film ever drops lower right. than that. So we can just marvel at the fact well, that yeah. they made three of they only make movies. <laughs> right. Like, there's that's no, where they make most yeah. of their money. There's no reason to say that, that Cars is one of your favorite or your favorite. There's no reason to say The Good Dinosaur is your favorite. You know what I find yeah. amazing about Pixar? They have never made a film in the 80% region in Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, they're either amazing or low. It's either in the 70s. Well, it goes from air quote low. 70s yeah. or 90s. 90, it's, the, it's the fact... Yeah, A Bug's it's Life the fact and Monsters 94% is a poor film for them. And that's Incredibles too. And I still point this out. 90, imagine another animation studio makes a 94% film. Everyone's like, whoa, that's their best film, maybe ever. Yeah, That for sure. is there, and therein lies, and it's the, no different than Harry Potter. Therein lies my issue with this movie is this ravenous fan base of Pixar Disney films, and I'm not a film lover, so I'm not trying to offend them, but like, this is not a 94% movie. Don't you think? You don't think so? No, under no circumstances I think, I think that's is this a 94% movie. Because it isn't quite 97% of the original. It isn't quite 100%, 99% of the Toy Stories. But it isn't quite the 79% I don't think of any the... of those movies deserve their ratings. Don't you? Honestly, I don't think any... No, I think none of those movies are their Rotten Tomato ratings. For it to be a 90% on Rotten Tomatoes, this has got to be a extraordinary movie. And this is just not an extraordinary so movie. So do you disagree with, like, all the, um, I don't know, Toy Stories being in the 99% and the 100%? Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and this is my thing, is, like, if Incredibles 1 and 2 were made by DreamWorks, this movie would have flopped. I don't think like, so. I don't no. know. I think, no, I think no, if you took the entire if you took the entire same movie and tagged like a DreamWorks feature film on it instead of put the the happy lamp with the eye. Nah, I don't. I disagree. I think if they had released The Incredibles yeah. as a DreamWorks film at, at like in 2004, DreamWorks that that I think I don't think Shrek would be considered DreamWorks best work. 
Incredibles yeah, one at, is not a ninety-seven percent movie. I think it is. I'm. And, I think. I think it might. I, I just, would actually, I, in my head, consider it a 98, 99 movie. Like literally one of the best movies yeah. ever made. Pixar films for me are some of the best movies ever made. I, I. I'm obviously so biased. I like love Pixar and what yeah. they do. But, I, I mean, yeah. and but I, I, I'm not yeah. trying to take that away from you. At I, all, I like, from, at yeah, all. from my I perspective, mean, Pixar movies. I think it's almost got spot on. Like they are producing some of the best movies ever made. And but obviously, yeah, you're from coming from a different perspective, and that's fine. Well, I, I actually tend to agree with Seamus on this one in that, like, they've taken animated movies and made them accessible for everyone. They've made incredible stories that have you know recurring themes that really don't often necessarily say something uh i mean toy story 3 i think says something i think and that's that's an exception some of their films film. are i think the ones that's that a... really emotionally move you are the exceptional ones like yeah. that's why you've got the likes of yeah. up that is oh so good and so sad then you've got like inside out also coco they, they are exceptional films that properly move you and coco, yeah, is, coco amazing. is amazing and um i i don't think the incredibles is sad for that perspective um because that's but that's not the direction they wanted to take it and i think they almost went overkill with sad with the good dinosaur they were like this is what people are loving yeah. they loved up it was sad they loved toy story 3 it was sad so they start work on the good dinosaur after seeing cars 2 not do well brave not do that well and think let's go the sad route and it, it, they went overkill with it especially and especially after inside yeah, but... out a few months earlier had done so well with the sad themes and everything and yeah they can't they can go yeah. overkill with it and they have they failed they know that now and you think they'll learn from that mistake. And, and if and if you look at like the the superhero genre starting in like 2002 mm. like with spider-man which i think is when i think that's when it's fair to say that that's when the current era of superhero films wait, started wait, 2002. Um, 2002 with spider-man with uh Toby yeah, yeah, I know who you're talking about. I, I, was just, I did not hear it coming in. Yeah, and if you look at that era and you look at how the genre has evolved, I think that there are clear lasting films in, I think, Spider-Man 1, The Dark Knight, mm. Iron Dark Man Knight 1. Dark Knight is Brad Bird's favorite uh, superhero film. Just um the Incredibles and it, it's like, crazy to think that since the original Infinity War, it's crazy you know? to think since the original Incredibles, the whole MCU well, has I, happened. Like, right, superhero and, yeah. films are in a completely new perspective now, and I think that's one of the reasons why this film is going to gross so much at the box office. When the original Incredibles came out, superhero films weren't what they are, and I think so many people yeah. will have seen it because of the rise of superhero films. Like people like with MCU, people would have got into superhero films with the MCU in the last ten years, and then people would be like, oh. Did you see the uh, Pixar Incredibles in like uh, superhero film back in 2004? And if they were old enough to not to not to not have seen it or young enough to not have seen it, they would go back and watch it. And I think that's why this is film's doing so well because some people who didn't necessarily go and see it in cinemas as kids or when it first came out are now going to see the new one because they liked the original and they've gone back and seen it with the whole release of the MCU and the Dark Knight, which was another that's come out since this whole Dark Knight trilogy. Yeah. So that's, this is, and herein lies my issue with Pixar and, and the tomatometer, the tomato meter. That makes this movie, The Incredibles 2, tied for like third best superhero movie ever. Yes, I don't like that either. I'm... With The Dark Knight and Iron yeah. Man behind The Incredibles and Black Panther. No, I completely agree. Isn't Spider-Man 2 one of them up there? Possibly. Spider-Man 2 was a 93. Oh, was so no, no. Fair enough. And no, I, I complete like, if, 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 Wait. for films to be good, it doesn't necessarily make them good on Rotten Tomatoes. I think for a film to be really good, it has to try something that not everyone's gonna like. Um, like, Infinity War, for me, is my favorite superhero film of all time now. Oh, easy. And yeah. that didn't do not that well easy. on Rotten Tomatoes at all. I found... Uh, it, 84. 84. But, like, for Marvel films, <laughs> right, like, but... if you look at and compare it to recent Marvel films, it's a poor one, I think. 
And this is yeah. this is what I'm bringing up about Pixar, though. It's like Infinity War is a better movie than The Incredibles oh, 2. It's a better movie than The Incredibles 100%, 1. Yeah. It's like, it's it just is. I would like, say it's a better movie than The Dark Knight. And that's, I, I, yeah. I would disagree I, with that's, that. But but I feel like there's definitely that. an argument for that now. And I think it's the first movie since 2008 to really pose that much of a threat to The Dark Knight. Which is crazy to think, because the MCU have released a lot of films. But, but like I feel like, because whenever you ask someone like, what their favorite superhero film is, like 85% of the time, they say, oh, The Dark Knight. At least I've found in the last 10 yeah. years. But now I, I feel like people, it's going to, it's mu- It's less majority now. Because I feel like it's going to be, it's going to yeah, be, agree oh, that. Infinity yeah, War. There's a, there's a clear contender. Well, I, think, I think Marvel has released their last three films. I don't think, I don't think Black Panther is as good as Ragnarok or Infinity War. But I think Marvel's last three films are easy contenders for anyone yeah. to say. And actually John movie. Walker's favorite, is their favorite superhero, superhero film is Black Panther. So, yeah. Ooh. I wasn't actually a big fan of Black Panther I didn't think it was bad or anything. I don't know, it just didn't speak to me the way it mm. seems to have spoken to a lot of people. I think it's great what it's done for communities and um, yeah. what, like, the, the like, uh, yeah. uh, ex- acceptance. It's brought, if it's brought acceptance for people, I think that's great. And that's that's all yeah. the films need to do. Just for me, it didn't speak to me yeah. and I didn't find it. I, I thought the ending was a bit anticlimactic. I just felt like Chadwick was a, or a T'Challa was just a wet towel mm. throughout most of the movie. Well, yeah, and... It, and, and like I said, it's not a movie for us. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Yeah. Like, and it's really popular in America, are... from what I know. Oh, yeah. Um, because yeah. it's like the yeah, highest yeah. It's still in superhero theaters. film of all time in America. And, it yeah. is still in it's, theaters. Wow. And yeah. I, I actually, came one out thing February. to say about when I went to see it was I've never seen a cinema so packed, but not by, but by a specific race of people. It was all black people in the cinema. Like me and my friend were in there. We were both white. I think we were the only two white people in the cinema screen. Oh, I was the only white person yeah. in the theater when I and saw it. I think that's I saw it opening night. I was the, the, the only white people person. all Which felt awesome. so represented like, by it and went to go see it and got them out to go see a film. Got to go see a super film. And if that doesn't show companies that they can make films with black leads, you know what? If they, they could right, they want to make the, incredible the top rated MCU film ever. It about Frozone, a black animated lead, they've never done that before. I don't think any film, oh wait, Princess and the Frog is a black animated lead, but Pixar have never done a black animated lead. So. But, but yeah, Coco is a minority. minority. Yeah, that's true. And um, Coco's done really well. For that. that I think it's the is highest a grossing complicated question. I think it's done the highest yeah, grossing in Mexico animated film. He's not a minority in Mexico. It's but. weird, yeah. But um yeah, but there's the, the a, country, I've, country, I've seen a lot the of it was made by it's a minority. Yeah, I, I've seen a lot yeah. of racist crap thrown around from all sides of the coin about Coco. I I, I, I love Coco. From, from white people, I think from it is black one people, of from the other Hispanics. Movies. Yeah. Like, it is one of the best movies ever made. I, I truly believe that about Coco. I think I it was amazing. Really film, yeah. Yeah. I um, um, I don't know. Well, I don't think do... I've, I don't think I've ever been more frustrated with Rotten Tomatoes than I am right now. Honestly. <laughs> like, yeah. Now that we're comparing I all these like, numbers, I it is a little like frustrating. Stuff on Pixar. It's one of the ones I quite agree with most of them with Pixar. I know you you're completely off, off the off, on a different page here. There, but there are definitely some some films I just completely disagree with it on. Like um I can't think of some off the top of my head, but uh, like I'm pretty well, sure one of the Sharknado any, anytime... films has like. 84% on there or something. Yeah, anytime there's a rating between like 50 to 85%, I feel like it's almost exciting to go see it because it's like, I might like this a lot yeah. and I might not like it at all. And that's kind but, of a fun, you know, coin toss According to, to Rotten to Tomatoes to now, and I haven't seen it, I really want to see it. Paddington 2 is the greatest film of all time. Well, it, it's 100%. I know other films got 100% with that many reviews because it broke Toy Story 2's record. Yeah, with that, with that many reviews, yeah. yeah, you are correct. But also like most of the 100% movies are much Older. Yeah, but Toy Story yeah. 2 has 100%. Citizen Canes. But yeah, it's the first well, film I think... in recent years to get 100%. 
And I, I, I haven't seen it. I don't know if you guys have seen it. I have not. We have not. But Toy Story 1 also has yes, 100%. Does. But I don't think they could have, anyone could have negatively reviewed that. It was so revolutionary for what it was. Toy Story. Um, I, mean, I could think of some criticisms. Oh, no. I don't think the film's perfect. It's kind of creepy. But, like, I, like, um, but, like, but, no. I don't know. I tend to like Metacritic a lot more here, where it puts The Incredibles at 90 and The Incredibles 2 at, at 80. I think that's much more reasonable. Okay. I can see where you're coming from. Yeah. Just because, like, there's... You, you, and you got to remember... I would actually I, I agree. The, if like, I was to rank them in my head, I would give... The Incredibles probably a 9.23 and The Incredibles 2 an 8.6, 8.7. So that would be my head, my head rankings. And then I right. have like the and Toy that, Story 3 up at like 10 and Infinity War probably up at like 9.7 or something. That that would be my personal in-head ranking of films. So I haven't really thought it through that much, but... Well, we can think it through right now. We actually are right about at the uh, the wrap-up time. Okay. So uh, we've got to do... Um, what do we got to do? We got to do a breakfast food, a ranking on the full list of rankings. Uh, a, oh, I guess man. this is the only Pixar movie we've done. So yeah. it takes the cake on that I one. I did not realize that Cars 2 had a... 39 percent the only rotten fil- yeah i thought film. it still had a, a, po- a relatively positive score no. but it, it did not it did no, not i made a big point it of did that. Not. <laughs> yeah it's, it's good rotten review fair enough so we need to yeah we need to do i guess a it's villain ranking phantom menace yeah phantom menace has an okay um, review how do you feel about evelyn dever i like her i like evelyn i like her dever. i think you can see where she's coming from from her perspective in the film like she's like yeah. oh well if you're if you're you're there we're inferior we need your help to help us like i i don't know and there's the whole perspective of the world might actually be better off without superheroes like the whole law thing at the start i don't know i i, I could see where she was coming from i just i can't rate her that high just because she was so obvious yeah i that, that I, yeah. And again i did have a problem with it but i felt like they didn't reveal it late enough in the film for it to be a problem for me if it was like a big reveal i think my only issue building up for they built it up for about 15 minutes and they were like it's evelyn my my only issue is and it's the same issue i have with the first incredibles movie it's that like you can't outlaw superheroes it's vigilante justice and villains aren't just going to be like oh okay that was, i guess that's, that's how it's going to be now <laughs> fan theory that um superheroes were made by the government so that's why there was no mm-hmm. bad superheroes i mean that's the whole plot of yeah. dark knight rises is that batman's not allowed to be in gotham anymore so, um but if the superheroes were created by the government therefore the government could shut them down because they have control over them they ha- they know all their names and that would explain why there are no super villains and we don't actually see any super powered villains in the incredibles bomb voyage has no powers syndrome has no powers there's another super re- uh, super villain referenced in by frozone and um mr incredible in the car but again not referenced to have powers it was just referenced to be i was a little like Count Von Evil or something. I was a little upset that Bon Voyage didn't so make a little So was I, because he's still at large. There were so many villains at large in The Incredibles. So is The Underminer. The Underminer and Bon Voyage. And they have good reason to make a superhero go bad, considering they were illegal. Like That would have been the perfect chance to... Like, if they were to do a trilogy here, the perfect film to make... A, about a superhero going evil because they were annoyed that they were still illegal would be this film. And then the Evelyn film would be when supers are legal. Someone trying to make them illegal by taking control of them would be the Incredibles 3 plot, in my opinion. But that's not the route they've decided to go in. They're not even thinking about the Incredibles 3 because, well, they've just made the Incredibles well, it'll, 2. Well, it'll probably be in 37 years. Yeah, like, pretty much. At this 17, point. I think, if they're hinting at anything. Yeah, it'll, it'll be a while. Did we'll you, be on did, Toy did, Story Did like anyone 11. get my reference there of 17 years? No, I didn't Because they not. said they referenced number 17. 17 a lot in the Incredibles too. They, they did. did. They huh. say it like three times, I think. They just used the number 17. Huh. Like, just convenient. Like, it's, um, Jack-Jack has 17 powers. Bob slept for 17 hours. Oh, yeah. They, they used it a few times. I, I think Jay told me this, and then I was like, oh. I want to, I want to know what Jack-Jack's other powers are. Yeah. Like, all of them. They're all... 
They're all in the movie, I think. There's a I saw like a master post about Did it you? somewhere. I didn't see that. Yeah, that sounds um, like Tumblr. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I've got the uh, list of movies I right get here. That up. Hang on. Um, I think for me, it's comfortable to put this below like the Civil War uh, area, below Guardians. Yeah, I'd put it below Civil War. Um, Hold the. F mm. I'm gonna throw what? everything at all of you. If you're gonna go by Rotten Tomatoes and say that Pixar's the greatest movies ever made, then this obviously needs to be number one. No, like, no, 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 no. How could we put it I anywhere think else? Civil War is a very good film. I, yeah, I think, I think, I, I would say my top four Marvel films, three Marvel films, Hold would on. be Infinity the... War, Winter Soldier, Civil War. I really like the Cap series. Like we have to say about Winter Soldier. I'm getting, I'm getting. But, yeah, I know you guys don't like the Winter Soldier. Like this would be below that for me. I would put Incredibles below that as well. I, I think they're really amazing films. This is not better than well, Guardians of the Galaxy. No, I don't think it is either. I'd say the original Incredibles no, is better okay, than I, Guardians of the Galaxy. I wouldn't say this was though. I would say. Do it, you think the Guardians of the Galaxy and the Incredibles? I would say are weirdly comparable movies. Yeah. Now that I'm thinking. Do about you think it. it's better than Solo? <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. Okay, so that puts us between Guardians of the Galaxy is 15, Solo is 18, and between them is the. Avengers 2 and the Avengers 1. Oh, it's better 1. than the Avengers 2, not as good as the Avengers 1. Easy. Done. Sorted. Well, that's weird because uh, we have mm. the Avengers 1 underneath the Avengers uh, 2. Well, that just creates all sorts of complications. Oh. oh. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll no, put I, it, I'll I, put I, it I, I'll, I'll you guys prefer Age of Ultron, Ultron Guardians. to... Yeah. Really? Yeah, Age of Ultron was sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah Age of Ultron awesome. is everything that made the first Incredibles great, plus Ultron. Whoa. Yeah, don't don't you dare let the internet tell you how to feel about nah, Age of Ultron. Nah. Okay, I, it was I came awesome. Out of the cinema thinking like they just created their own problem there and then just. <laughs> oh, Ultron was such a great performance though. Like James Spader just knocked it out of the. Park. I I I disagree. They just created their own I, problem. It's your rankings. I, I like I disagree. I feel like no, I disagree. I'll, with your I'll put it. up. So. but yeah, if you want to put. Yeah, it I mean in, that's fine. Yeah. A lot of people do. I'll go with I'll go with Under Guardians above Ultron. Like I can live with that. I can too. That works yeah. for me. Also, Seamus, it's literally the exact same plot as The Incredibles. It's like, I'm your biggest fan is Ultron's whole thing. But I, I just love The Incredibles. It's just, I, I, I don't know. I like, I feel like, I, I don't know. I feel like they're different. I feel like they're very different. I, I don't know. Okay. I, I, I don't know. Like, uh, I don't think they're that similar at all. I don't know. I, I, I said I don't know a lot. Um, the The Incredibles is very good. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just love it. I, Seamus, um, I could listen to you talking for like f just forever. Sorry, yeah. like, I know. I maybe just, should just maybe you, you just I usually maybe don't should even just look put at my videos, videos on the loop and just listen. I could. You just sound like like British person number one. Yeah. Like when I think about what a person from England sounds like, that, yeah. they sound like. Yeah, you. I, 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 yeah. I, if you came to England, you wouldn't be disappointed unless you went to like a pub and watched a football match. Then you'd realize that all who look. Well, then everybody sounds like. Taron Anderson yeah. from Kingsman. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I've been yeah. promised. I was promised that from from Vinny Jones I, I and Eurotrip. Everybody I watched, who watches football. I watched the World Cup in a pub the other day. I got covered in beer. Like the England fans are hooligans. I did. Yeah, I was love. It nice to be around. It beer was. You it can was nice. Again. No, but um, I I don't know if you watched it. England scored in the last minute and won. Oh, was it? Yeah, I watched the replay. It was a fantastic yeah. game. And we, we were robbed. Like, we, I can see why y'all were we losing were your minds. We were robbed all game, and then I put it on Instagram. So literally, people were just throwing glasses of beer around and like throwing chairs, and I just had to get out. Out of there, but like I was covered in beer. I was like, oh my god, yeah. It was nice to be surrounded by beer I can drink. That was that is the one thing that I I wish we had in the U.S. was like like national team support. You can drink. No, 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 no. Like national team support like that. Well, that's why you need to make uh, yeah. Like everybody can get behind sport. one team. I'm, I'm no, that's why the board. rest like, of the world the rest of the world needs to back basketball so that when we do destroy everybody in basketball, we're still excited. Nah, about I, 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 I can't, basketball I can't see, is less I can't fun see to watch. Basketball becoming big in. I mean, if there's going to be another sport, it's it's basketball. Nah, yeah, I feel like out of the American sports, Bas basketball would be the most common to become popular because. 
American football's too similar to rugby in England, at least. B- baseball's too similar to cricket. Hockey's too similar to. But like, football. I just want the I just want the U.S. to get involved in one of those. National I think sports I think like I think that. the way like yeah we have the I, or soccer yeah, yeah, yeah no we have the U.S. MNT but like we didn't qualify for this I, World yeah, Cup yeah it's the first and, time like, ever though I, people aren't upset enough yeah. about that like like I uh, from what I've seen you can go right but we we live in that very weird circle of like people that also pay attention to the world cup which is a small group of people in the u.s even still yeah i the the, the hype i i feel like with america soccer in america is that um it's very popular with kids a lot of kids play it in a young age but the hype for them is yeah. you don't want to become a footballer when you're young you want to you, you don't cause because it's not yeah it's not it's not all that you don't want that's not what you grow up and want to be look we need, well, yeah. we need dream. 32 people. We need 32 rich people. We have plenty of them in America. We need 32 rich people to throw a ton of money oh, at the MLS. Oh yes. If someone, if they did that, well, you have all the old players going there now, but no one young goes there. That's the problem. Right. Well, that's what's like. It, it, like America is is set up in such a way that there is no reason, absolutely no reason whatsoever, we could not be dominant. Yeah, there at, isn't this sport like 100 we just have enough people and the infrastructure backing it well and the good thing like what makes us so good at all the other sports is that we also have like all the diversity like you know what i'm saying like people with different right. genetics are yeah. good at different sports that's what i'm saying and, like yeah. good at different positions yeah. you know what yeah. i'm saying but, like we have enough athletes between the mlb the nba the nfl all these different leagues that yeah. like if those people had just been trained to play a different sport from the beginning or there was a little bit more diversity it's like we could be dominant at you this sport be. maybe not like yeah. the winningest team ever but like we could definitely compete we would be making world cups yeah you and you, i it's again it's the first world cup you haven't properly made for years but um even when you get to the world cup you don't you never you never do incredibly at it like no. you, if you, if america played brazil no one's gonna back america to win that Whereas, right, I mean, we would. <laughs> well, it's like, yeah, we 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 lost one zero to Germany, and they were like, USA beats Germany zero to one, right? Because it was like a victory yeah. in the last World Cup to lose to Germany. Yeah. The fact that we we beat Ghana, tied with Portugal, and lost to Germany, and still made it out of the you, group you stage. You beat England in the group stage a few years back. Well, that wasn't hard. Yeah, England not great. Well, yeah, but. Um, Th- that was that one random game where your goalie. Yeah, just, I'm still uh, not about it. Don't let's not talk about it. Died. No, I don't know. But like the Premier League well, has well, yeah. so much money in it in England, it's ridiculous. Right. And um, well, and, and the thing is, is, is it's absolutely no different than like any of our yeah. sports, any of the the major sports in America. Yeah. Like nobody in the Premier League is making any more than than NFL or NBA. Players. I, they are. They are making more, but like I, as like like I don't know, like Cristiano Ronaldo. Ronaldo makes a lot more than the best paid uh, American sports. I, well, yeah, but he doesn't and, pay. Yeah, and how league, how but, soccer players? But, so yeah. does he get the transfer fee? No, but he gets a huge signing on fee. Uh, Cristiano Ronaldo is the second best right. paid sportsman in the world, behind Floyd Mayweather, who's retired now. So he is technically the best right. paid sports player and athlete in the world. Yeah, and Messi's well, but, second. But he does not have more money. Sorry? He doesn't have more money than Tom Brady, who is married to somebody who makes almost as yeah. much but as. But like you've got, you've got these big uh, sports players can get convinced to go to America. Like David Beckham owns a team in America now, and David Beckham's an icon. He, does? he yeah. owns a Miami team, and he's an icon yeah. in America just as much as he is in the U- in the UK. But the problem is, I feel like people in America have no idea he's played football. Yeah, no, absolutely. Oh, no, we yeah. know he played soccer. I nah, I would doubt a lot it. of people I don't. Doubt it. He's famous for being attractive. Yeah, I think that is I, and being I think famous. That's 100% it's like it. he came over to America. Yeah. yeah, he came over to America, and and the the proper media in America was like, this guy's already famous. Yeah. So now he's famous here. Yeah, I. 
and I, I feel like the same might happen to Cristiano Ronaldo after he retires because he might go down as the, if, if he, he comes to America. If Cristiano Ronaldo cool. plays his last year in the MLS, that's all we need. I don't, I don't know. To I don't get know. you've had big players play there before, but like Ronaldinho went there. Nah, not not in the level of Cristiano yeah, Ronaldo. Cristiano Ronaldo like, might go Cristiano down Ronaldo, as the greatest player of all time. So. Yeah. Well, and he's worshipped even in the states. Yeah. Well, like, that, yeah. like everybody knows who Cristiano Ronaldo I, it, is. It, like, it does everybody. depend whoever he wants if he goes to the MLS because he is gonna run out of steam eventually. And um, yeah, I mean the the Real's not gonna keep him forever. Yeah. But yeah, it depends who he goes back to. He might go back to Portugal because that's where he grew up. Uh, yeah, some some MLS team just pays him like fifty million dollars yeah. to just play one season yeah. here. That's all we need to get it going yeah. in America. And yeah, that's if that's it. a World Cup here as well, it'd be perfect for you. Right, and it could be as well because he'll be I don't know thirty seven next World. Cup. He's yeah. I mean, he's still he'll still be competing. I think he might go on to he's in his forty bar because he trains and trains yeah. He and trains. he's definitely going to be the first player to score in five World Cups. Oh, I didn't even know that was a record to be broken. But yeah, because it was a big deal when Miroslav Klose scored for Germany in the was last it? one. He was the first player to score in four World Cups. Did Ronaldo score in two thousand two? Yeah, Ronaldo's tied that now. Yeah, I didn't know that at all. Okay, well, you told me something I didn't know. Well, Ronaldo's a very good player. Ronaldo could. In 2002, you were, like, just born, right? I was four. I don't remember the 2002 World Cup in that (laughs) at all. I remember 2006 very well, but I don't remember 2002 at all. But I'm basically your age, Tyler. Let's be real here. So, yeah, he scored... Well, he didn't even have to score in... I I thought thought you liked... (laughs) Ronaldo didn't have to score in 2002. It was... It was 06, 10, 14, and now 18. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Oh. Uh, yeah, because Ronaldo's 33. So. Yeah. He, which he does not look 33. Oh, no, he is physically as fit as a 22-year-old, probably. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's incredibly fit. But anyway. So we need a breakfast food for the oh, Incredibles, yeah. too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot we hadn't finished that yet. Um, uh, what is a breakfast food? What I, I still don't get how you do this. Like, breakfast what, food for a what, film is hard to do. Um, what was the cereal that, uh, that Jack-Jack wasn't allowed to eat, or that uh, Dash wasn't allowed to eat? <laughs> I can't think of it. I don't know that that's it, though. I'm just, I'm just curious. I mean, I like to look for any time there's like a breakfast in the movie. You know what? You know what take it is. Inspiration you know what it is from. for me. It's pancakes with butter on it, just butter. And the original Incredibles is pancake with maple syrup and bacon. An interesting the, the view. I'm very like, surprised like you didn't what it, say this film was missing. That sounds like you're taking away from it. Like to me, pancakes with just butter on it is a negative oh, is review. Oh no. Pancakes with butter, like the butter's like the added comedy in this film, and the bacon is like the negative uh, action taken away from it. You're saying bacon no, is bacon's bad. Good. No, no, no. It's the, action the bacon is the action. The first film. Butter is the comedy. Yeah. There is oh, no bacon this time when it was there the first and time. And there's butter in this time that there wasn't gotcha. last time. And the maple syrup's just like the added like bits of The Incredibles that I just thought were generally better. I've done that well, I think. I'm proud of myself for that. Yeah, I can back that. I'm so yeah, I'll back okay. you on that one. <laughs> Anytime I don't have to come up with it is great. I've come up with it both times I'm on, so number free it's on you guys oh oh so you're inviting yourself I again agreed. i was doing this every month was that was that was that a <laughs> podcast <laughs> well i mean shame is whatever you want we'll, you can be I the ampersand be, I, we'll I, like it we'll likely have you we'll likely have you back when we talk harry potter yeah i i again not big a fan not that big of a fan of the films so i, I could be very critical that is why well, we want to have you back for harry amazing. potter well um i i did say i was the ampersand in my uh, Instagram post. Yeah, we need to get you an ampersand t-shirt. Yeah, just the ampersand. <laughs> get it spelled yeah, out. Yeah, you want to write the word out. Otherwise, it makes no sense. Shabbos, <laughs> why do you have a shirt that just says ampersand? No, it's going to say the ampersand. The, the, the ampersand. Like, well, the. No, if you say, if, if it says the ampersand, people think it's a band. You if it says what? the ampersand, good... Tori from Instagram and Twitter is going to freak. <laughs> She's going to freak if you put that into the podcast. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, if she, oh, we absolutely if she hears her that. own name, the Tory. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to Bacon and Eggs. As always, I'm Tyler Carlin, and that's Ethan Edgell. I'm Ethan Edgell. And that's Seamus Gorman. You can find us on Twitter. I'm at AmeriCarlin. It's America, R-L-I-N. You can find Seamus at that's Seamus Gorman. You can find Ethan at, oh, it's, at you can Gorman find Seamus. Twitter is Gorman Seamus. <laughs> Gorman Seamus. Gorman probably would appreciate uh, the They'll remember. I don't know. He seems like a nice guy. He won't follow me back, but. <laughs> <laughs> Um, at Gorman Seamus. Uh, they'll remember because I messed it up. Ethan is at Wow Now, the O's are zeros. For Ethan and I, our Instagrams are the same. I think Seamus is yeah. Seamus Gorman 4. I don't know why I made them different. I should have just kept uh, some consistency there, shouldn't I? I've just created so many complications yeah. and followed well, it's, me. Yeah. That's okay. I'm, you have plenty of followers. If you follow Seamus, you yeah, can follow true. us. You should just uh, switch. you like our content. You should switch everything You'll to see, suit You'll see like half goot. of Seamus's... Yeah, yeah. Switch it all to suit goot. You'll see half of Seamus's content appear because he's replying to our tweets. So it'll be great because you, you only see replies if you follow both people. Uh, so you're definitely going to want to follow us if you follow Seamus. And uh, the podcast is supported by our patrons over at patreon.com slash bacon and eggs where you can become a patron just like Seamus said at the beginning. We've gained like five in the last week. So that's good. Good to hear. Uh, thank you for listening to the podcast. Our artwork is done by Vaisha and Brandon. In the future, our music will be done by somebody. Are you good at music? Let us know. We're looking for somebody to do music. Um, that's all I've got. That's all I've that's got. That's Seamus, you want to, you want to, okay, fair enough. I've been Ethan Edgehill, he's been Tyler Carlin, and he over there in the pond, across the pond, has been Seamus Gorman, and until next week, Riva Durchi. Avalindever.